The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Fantastic Forum. I said, I'm a douche that's more caught up than you. So who's the douche now? Fake ass douche. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a real ass douche. You the fake <laughs> douche. Go, go, eat your, go eat your sandwich. I'm a 100% certified douche. Uh, the covers aren't going to sell you off because you're a sophisticated artist and you have insane talent and nobody can compare to you. I'm glad but somebody said it. Once they told me sharks with lasers on them, I'm like, look, the dude was young. I told him, look, that used to be a joke that we made fun of Dr. Evil for. Just let them cast whoever they want to cast. I don't, I don't know if I can even care anymore. I think well, I, that's I what I've been conversation saying. has broken me to Batman. <laughs> Who's the new Batman? Oh, it's friggin' uh, uh, Cheech Marin? Cool. Let's do it. Oh, did you see that movie? Yeah. How'd you like it? It's boring. Wait. Moses is our solicited dick pick. Yeah, I'm your solicited dick. Doom Patrol, watch it. Yeah. It's amazing. You're just gonna be too scared. Like, you're gonna wet your panties. But. Oh, no. But I just bought these panties. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live, Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, on allgames.com. Pretty cool. I got the keys, so I'm just coming in and comment on music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play little movie instead. Aquaman's a hero! Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. How did Captain America return the Mind Stone if the scepter was broken? Okay. That's a legitimate question. I mean, does he give it to, to S.H.I.E.L.D. and Doom Sokovia? Or does he give it to, or not S.H.I.E.L.D., or Hydra and Doom Sokovia or S.H.I.E.L.D. and Visions never created? 
Or did he just go back in time and fuck Black Widow instead of Peggy Carter? Well, I mean, e- either way, she does. He does, right? Either she, <laughs> either she loses vision or her brother and her homeland. Black Widow? <sighs> Talk about Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I was talking about Scarlet Witch. He's a DC guy. Oh, like, they both oh. have red hair. So. Oh, Lord. Well, Next. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo to it's all your, of It's your universe. It's my universe. Next, we have our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Last but definitely not least, the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Um, since we did bring up Endgame already, I keep forgetting. I've been meaning to give away my print limited to 300 that they gave us when we went to see the screening. And I keep forgetting to announce it on the show. So here's my announcement. If you want a free print, you don't even got to pay shipping. I'll pay for it. I just need that shit out of my fucking house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just hit me up on Instagram or Fantastic Forum at allgames.com. Tell, just tell me you want it. Tell me where to send it. That's all I need. No, no trivia, no nothing. <laughs> As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk to you about Brightburn. We're going to talk to you about Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And we're going to bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news, as well as whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And we'll tell you how to do that and get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. You're, uh, we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. It's LA's and South Bay's the best comic book story. Get all your comic book needs met there. All you got to do is give them a call. Here's how. Want to get in on the action? Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Scott. And join the fun. <laughs> he hit the wrong button. Hit the right button, Oz. I blame the intern. Which is the right button? Well, she already graduated. That the intern been... graduated? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she, she left intern. like weeks ago. I'm sorry, I didn't ever learn your name. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Jeffries? Yes. Well, yeah, why not? 310-538-3198. Indeed. And then if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, how you can get down with that is this way. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Congratulations to Dr. Intern getting her doctorate in whatever it is. Comicsology. There it is. That's where she's going to work with that degree. <laughs> All right. I guess it's, it's it's time to get into it some. All right. Yay. Yay. So we'll, oh, we'll sorry, I'm dropping about. stuff. My bad. Gee, I felt like I had something to be like, hey, guys, what about this? But maybe I don't. Um, I mean, you had something in the text that, oh, it was the, the last night trailer. Right. It was yeah. just a good trailer for a comic. Yeah, it was, but... it was a good trailer. In fact, it really got me hyped about it because, uh, well, it's a trailer for one, but it's it's this weird Elseworlds kind of story. It reminds me of like Hulk the End or right. or Old Man Logan, the good Old Man Logan. <laughs> uh, so it's like, wow. Like, no, I can't believe nobody thought to do that with Batman in the past. Well, I guess what? Dark Knight Returns is kind of like that. Right. But this feels more like those old man Logan or the end type. Yeah, because it, it has a post-apocalyptic feel. Yeah. And and Dark Knight Returns doesn't have like, I mean, it, it, it's Gotham is 
for the most part. I mean, it's there still. It's not like yeah. it's not a post-apocalyptic world. It's just yeah. Gotham, Gotham with, with with less Batman. Yeah, Gotham is always like perpetually post-apocalyptic. <laughs> exactly. Victorian chic. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, uh, but yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about that book next week. But yeah, the the trailer. I was like. I, honestly, I was sitting here to myself. I'm like, this might be the best trailer I've ever seen for a comic book because it had like, I don't know if they I'm not sure like the way it was like semi animated almost made me feel as though they did. They did those drawings just for the trailer. Like it felt like almost, almost like those those two pictures wouldn't be in one in the book just to show, you know, motion because they're too close. You know, like I'm like, or they had Greg Capullo like draw an extra set of drawings because they're like, we're gonna make a trailer for this, so we want it to look good. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like you know, the the only thing I could think of off the top of my head that I've seen that comes close is like when they did the um, what was Marvel's digital only joint? Oh, the, I can't remember what it was called. Infinite. There it is. Marvel Infinite. Those were good trailers, but they weren't as good as this one. I felt. I feel like there was a trailer for Blackest Night that was pretty good. That I'll yeah, I think you're right too. Like I think they did do one for Blackest Night. But again, I think that was a thing where it's like I felt like all those other comic book trailers were clearly like, okay, here's comic book art and maybe they like move it around a little bit. So it kind of tries to look semi animated. But this almost had like it was like did they draw this just so they could make it make that move? And I was like, they like this is like Greg Capullo's like animation test drawings, you know. But yeah, it was cool. I was like, yeah, it was, it was well produced. I like the what the you know the writing and everything. I was like, okay, I'm I want to read this story, and I will just not not today, not today. Not what do we say to Dark? Oh no, is this last is it called Last Night? What? What's the name of the, the oh story? the book? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Last Night. night. The last night, not today. I brought you some weird exclusives from sources in the past, like that video of the t- like pre-production for Suicide Squad Two or Harley Quinn movie or whatever. Right. And uh, this last week, I got a picture from for a Deathstroke helmet, and I can't say where this person works, and he didn't have the journalistic instinct to like look at all the invoices and everything to see where it was coming from and where it was going you know what i mean right so i have no information on it but they sent me a deathstroke mask along with pictures of prop guns and swords and my now they, sent, guess, they sent you pictures or they sent you the actual props no no they can't send me the actual props because or could they i mean if they do then they're like whatever they're filming is going to be late <laughs> you know <laughs> Um, yeah, and, uh, again, without, <laughs> it's so funny, because he sent me, this is Deathstroke's gun for the show, and this is the swords, but he sends me the picture of the weapons, but somebody took a picture of him, like, playing with them, or her playing with them, so I can't, I can't use those pictures in an article or whatever that I would want to do with these pictures, you know? And it's like, even if I crop him out, the way he was holding the sword, it's like his badge, his ID badge is in the picture. Oh, Lord. Look, <laughs> look your friend needs to get better at leaking. Yeah, I know. Like your, and, uh, your leaks are going to cost you your job. Yeah, I had some stuff for... Um, he, he or she. She or yeah, he. Yeah, he, he or she had some more stuff for, uh, I think it's that same Joker movie. Not that Joker movie, the other one, the where they still had the... The the 
Joker 6ix9ine Joker. The fantabulous exodus of Harley Quinn or whatever? I'm sorry, say that again? The fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn? Yeah, Stanley Kubrick's Harley Quinn. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but he's like, oh, he's probably not going to care about this because he used to listen, or she used to listen to the show when we were chauvinists. So glad he heard last week's show. So yeah. I'm right. I'm like, so that's what? What? <laughs> like you talk about last week? Yeah. Is, right now, you mean? <laughs> when you all are being chauvinists? Welcome to chat. This. Welcome to chat, leaker. Yeah. I, I blame Jay. So in Discord, <laughs> Joe's proud laugh. That's the name of this episode. Joe's proud laugh. Um, I'll put the picture in, in Discord, and you decide. Um, yeah, he, he didn't tell me what it's for or anything. So I, my only guess is, uh, is for Titans, but who knows? Man, I still haven't seen three episodes of Titans. I, I'm going to watch it, but I just, I, I know that, like, I almost wish, like, I was watching Titans while I was watching Doom Patrol so I could, like, watch Titans and then get that taste out of my mouth. Well, what you should do is watch the Doom Patrol episode. It's fucking uh-huh. amazing. Uh, Wait, the Titan Doom Patrol episode? Did you go back yeah. and watch that? Yeah, I, I tried watching it before and it was fucking like garbage. And then I watched it right after Penultimate Patrol. And it ter- turns out that that Titans episode was Mr. Nobody's Doing. Oh, dude. Okay. What? Look, look, wait, look. Like, don't explain they, it. Don't explain it. Cause... Well, it's not, it's not talking about the, the finale. Yeah, no, you, you've the seen episode. the penul- penultimate episode, right? Because you only see, haven't seen the last one. Larry. I don't I don't remember. Ben, ben, you like, have because you talked about that you talked about that Flex Metallo moment that I didn't know about it yeah, last week. Oh, okay. Where he made everybody come. Yes. I didn't well mo I, I think Oz mentioned that. Yeah, I assumed that's but, what you guys were talking about. I, I watched but, that like five times. Dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> and so then he good. actually he actually talks about the muscle he did instead of the muscle he did. Right. <laughs> like, right. Flex the um, wrong muscle. Yeah. And it's like they're two muscles that are really just two fibers next to his spine for all you bodybuilders out there. Um but um yeah, so in that episode, Mr. Nobody fucks with them like big time. And then I think that ep- like in order to enjoy that episode of Titans, I had to pretend that or Assume, rather, as people tend to do to justify things within cinematic universes nowadays, is that um, <laughs> is that, that was part of before they actually went to fight and he really fucked with them in that penultimate patrol. That's funny. That um, that mask is a great looking mask. Yeah. Like, I mean, it looks it looks it like. I, I, it it takes some artistic liberties, but at the same time, the liberties look like what the mask probably should look like from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, because the mask look in Arrow like that's when you started seeing live action Deathstroke more than anything. I think it was there, and uh, they were like hockey masks basically. Like it's not even like a helmet, you know. Like I can understand like a red hoodish type helmet thing for protection and whatnot, but right. But ultimately, it's a mask like in the comics. Like, all his costume is just, like, kind of like Captain America's costume. It's kind of tactical, but kind of sleek, too. Yeah. And, you know, they solid snaked him up, but yeah. too much bulk. At least solid snake, like, all his, everything was, like, bulky, but with spaces. You know what I mean? Right. You probably don't know what I mean. I do know what you mean. I'm with you, Moses. Every time I have this amount of whiskey, I feel Larry's fighting with me. <laughs> Look, it's not like I was, like, word. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you took too long to agree with me, Larry. I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was adding El Hect. Oh, oh so it's Hect. Oh, look, look, now you got somebody to fight with for real. There it is. Bl- blaming it on Hect. I'm blaming it on the Hect. So you know, but yeah, it, it's a I cool looking. I mask. don't know what I did in life to get blamed for everything. Hey, but you were born. Oh. I guess. <laughs> I blame yeah. I blame my Lord and Savior, Doctor Manhattan. According <laughs> according to Trump, you were born. <laughs> there it is. And then after today, I'm losing my religion because apparently my Lord and Savior is not my Lord and Savior. Oh, dude, it is something else. Oh, you oh. son of a bitch! Oz, what 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 what, is, what kind of whiskey is that? That is Metallica's own blackened whiskey. That's cool. Yeah. Look that that is a great picture, Oz. You need to put you need to send that to Moses so he puts it on the Instagram. Oh, it's on my Instagram, but I can send it to Mo. Oh, just just because it rubs it in. <laughs> <laughs> like just or tag FF in your Instagram, whatever. Either way, I'll do both. <laughs> there it is. I like it. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to derail the show, but Mo mentioned whiskey, and I was like, oh yeah. No, that I was trying to get that for my birthday, but they didn't have it. Oh, there's like tons of that here. If I could get it through an airplane, I would take it when I go to LA. But just ship it. Do you do you all see Moses's left nut in chat? Yeah. <laughs> Says if FF ends up telling me that Titan's Deathstroke is cool, that could actually get me to watch more Titan. <laughs> well, you know, I I don't know. Uh, my left nut did actually see that picture uh, already, <laughs> so he knows what it's like. But honestly, like. They're getting the actor they have playing Deathstroke is like the mini version of the guy they had for Arrow. Like he's oh, mini yeah. version. Like huh? Mini version. Yeah, like he's the guy they actually have on uh, on uh, Arrow is like this big Maori guy, and the guy they have for Titans is a little Mexican guy. Now, <laughs> if you ever met a Maori guy and a Mexican guy, they look similar depending, you know, on what, how much of what they the, well, how much of the the Mexican guy, how much of the Spanish raped influence he has in his genetics. They'll mm. look similar, just a lot smaller. It's uh, it's like Samoans and Filipinos. You know what I mean? They look the same. It's just one smaller than the other. That's so hilarious. It's weird about that, like that casting choice for Deathstroke in Titans, only because of what we've already seen in Arrow. You know, if that was the first Deathstroke, I think that'd be like a, a cool, like the actor itself, the actor himself can actually like play that type of character like but it's just you know the imposing figure that is in arrow is just so cool that you know physically i don't think this dude from titans can pull that off but who knows what do i know i'm not the target demo (laughs) (laughs) so look here's the messed up part out of everything you just said what really is like the burning question for me is are our filipinos small samoans or are samoans Big Filipinos. Um, Call Redder Damon. Yeah. Well, Call Red- I mean, uh, is that what you said? Redman. Redman, I meant. Oh, Redman. Sorry. I was like, does Redder does Redertainment have some kind Redder of. Redder does look like a white Samoan, kind of, though. I mean, curly, curly red haired Samoan. He's like a Viking. Yeah, Redertainment yeah. is, but I mean, Redertainment looks like. He's like Gordy, right? He's a wildling. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's that's look at least every every like little like uh, profile pic I've seen. That's what he looks like to me. I'm just like man, <laughs> Redertainment is like Viking DNA. He looks like Brave, but with balls. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Look, I, I would, love I would actually be really interested to get Red, Redmond's take on whether Filipinos are small Samoans or Samoans are No, no, large. it's not that. It's just they look alike. It's just one looks like a smaller version of the other. Yeah, no, I look, I'm not saying they're the same. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I, I'm just wondering which one is the version of who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, and, so, and I don't know if it just boils down to which whichever group of, of people came first. I don't know if it boils down to that, but I don't I think so. I knew this guy that was Hawaiian, and he was half Filipino, half Samoan. And this dude was big. He didn't lift weights or anything, but he was just muscular and round because he's kind of fat. But he was muscular. He looked like Homer when he had the power sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how he looked. He was as big as any Samoan, but he was five foot three. What? So, That's hilarious. So he was just as thick as a Samoan, but as short as a Filipino. Like he, so, and then this other Filipino guy that, f- for some reason, was like six foot something, just kept clowning on him because he's like, ah, you got the worst of both. Like you're too big for your short frame, and all this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. You had to have been there. I'm looking in the chat. I see Shadow Next Gen asked. If, uh, if I was going to be at E3 this year. And I think I'll be there at least for like one of the days. But more importantly, we're getting at least uh, one comic book game this year. Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance 3 comes out. Like, oh, yeah. Like, what, is that July or is it June? I think it's July. And so Ultimate Alliance 3 comes out which is Ultimate Alliance, the Black Order. And then we haven't gotten, like, I guess, solid confirmation, but we've gotten everything but confirmation that Square Enix is actually going to be showing that Avengers uh, project game at this E3. And that's going to be coming out, mind you, but that we'll actually, like, get information on it and maybe see, like, an actual gameplay trailer. Uh, you dumb, Oz. You dumb. Wait, I was about to say... Is that actually the new Deathstroke? That's him in yeah, La- that's him in La Bamba. He, that was like twenty five years ago. <laughs> he looked like that twenty. 20- what? Yeah. Was he in the Last Dragon? What is that? No, he was in Blood In, Blood Out. <laughs> what is what is that picture? Same guy. Yeah, that's the same guy. It's right after La Bamba. Yeah, he was in La Bamba too. Ricky. Wait, was he in La Bamba for real? Yeah, yeah, that that's what the picture with him with the mustache, that's where it's from. You, you remember that ball-headed Mexican actor that always plays a thug? Yes. Yeah, he was that guy of the 80s and 90s. <laughs> but, in the 80s and 90s, but in the 80s and 90s, everybody was thin and had skinny jeans. I'm saying he, he was playing the thug with this midriff? Yeah. Oh, look, that was, that that's was the like 80s and 90s. Thug. Yeah. Right, you're right. What's You're his right. first name? Isai. Isai. Okay. Essay. What's it look like now? It's pronounced he, essay. He looks the same without facial hair. <laughs> it's a little more wrinkles. Essay <laughs> Morales. <laughs> he's a good actor, really good actor, actually. But he's gonna have to really put it in a lot of work. Like, if anything, he's the only talent that Titans has next season. Wait, Which so he's know? legit? Like, he's really Deathstroke? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. And he's Filipino? No, he's not. But the guy that is uh, Deathstroke and Arrow is Maori. So I compared like, uh, Samoans to Filipinos to compare this Mexican dude to that Maori guy. Oh, gotcha. See, you didn't hear what I was saying. No, I, I, I did miss the analogy that you you're were such making. A, you're such a guy. 
Yeah. I definitely don't wear midriffs like this. Maybe maybe you should start. This will look like tall prints. Yeah, but <laughs> with, with with our belly fat, we wear regular T-shirts that look like a midriff when we lift up our, our arms like right. that. Exactly. I, I've been there a few buying, times. Yeah, I'm buying tall shirts even though I'm five six. There it is. <laughs> or else you get that baby Huey look. Yeah. <laughs> and if you and if you spill some food on it, it's the worst. Then you look is. like retarded baby. Huey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually. Now the modern version of this, movie, I'm like, I know that guy. Yeah, you've seen. He's probably been in like uh, SVU or some shit. Yeah, he's good. He is yeah, good. he is good. He's good. Oh, he's that's really the same good. dude. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that was the same dude. Yeah. So well, if, Oz, if you can find a picture of of Slade Wilson in Arrow, like he looks just like him, but like three times bigger. I don't know. He has a he has a nicer face. Like he looks like a nice guy. Yeah, but I mean, mercenaries are nice people. I mean. Deathstroke and Arrow doesn't seem like a nice guy. Yeah, he does. Especially yeah. when he was Arrow's friend. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, you got a point. Like, he becomes like non-nice later when he gets the eye patch, but when he doesn't have the eye patch, so like, you want to chill with this dude all the time. Well, I mean, he gets the eye patch because his best friend shoots him in the eye. Well, yeah. But... Thanks. So, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, he looked like a nice guy. Yeah, before yeah I'll patch. give you that. That's that's how Cyclops got his eye patch too. Wolverine hit him? No, actually, it was Hope. I know. <laughs> I just say because he said best friend. Oh, no. Look, it's sad. Like, I hope Wolverine's not Cyclops' best friend. This is only in, friend. Uh, in, whatchamacallit, what's that book called? Ah, oh, fuck. It, it's that, the Ed Piscor book. Oh, yeah, that's um, Grand Design. Uh, Grand Design, yeah. In Grand Design 2, there's a panel where they're like, they just hug each other. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, they, look, like they're like, they're like, fuck, we, yeah, because it's kind of like they're rivals and shit, but because of that, they're like the closest to each other, you know. So it's definitely like one of those scenes where, like, fuck, all the shit we've gone through together, and still like we're at each other's throats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, when when did Hope hit Cyclops in the eye? Uh, recently in Uncanny X Men. Are you still reading that card? That book. <laughs> Now you should read it, Joe. You would actually like hope. 18, hope 18? Play, huh? 18 or 19? I don't even think it's, I think, isn't it? Well, you know, you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it probably is. It, it, it's probably like 18 or maybe, maybe. No, actually, you know what? I'm wrong. It's probably actually closer to like 15 oh, or okay. 16. But so it's not is, that recent. This huh? is. It's not that recent. Book, this is the book with the terrible writer, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to read terrible writing. Uh, well, Joe, did look, you get to read those pages I sent? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get. Those. It turns out that uh, only, I gotta, I'll send them to you again at some point. Those are the okay. only. Those are the only writers that want to use hope. The terrible writers. Yeah, it's like I know I haven't been following Wolfsbane lately, but I still consider her one of my favorites. Right. And for her to get taken out like that is like yeah, it's lame. Fuck this. Fuck this title. Fuck this writer. Like, I don't want to deal with that shit. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe she'll end up in Ultimate Alliance 3, Joe. Hopefully. Her and Jubilee. And Franklin Richards. Hey, get out of here with that Franklin I'm Richards. not a Franklin fan. <laughs> Franklin I'm Richards. I, I'm not either, uh, but I just want to get through the game real quick. <laughs> it's on the Switch. I mean, it's not going to be that long. Oh, it's on the Switch. Oh, fuck. That's yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's Switch exclusive. It is Switch exclusive. Skyrim. Switch is getting so many good games. Yeah. They just got Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Dude, they're getting Peach Ball. What is that? Peach Ball? Yeah, it's a pinball game. About ass? What? (laughs) About ass? Uh, Ass and tits. Yeah. Sweet. And ninjas. I'm in. Ass, oh. tits, and ninjas. My three favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and Nintendo, it won't be censored, so. What, one little sentence, and everybody's sold. Dude, really, though, I'm like, I'm like, ass, tits, and ninjas in a, in a pinball game? I'm like, I at least have to play. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that I want to, but I at least have to try it. No, you don't want to. Have you have have anyone here played Yoku's Island Express? No. Oh, I downloaded the demo after you told me to. Now I'm kind of upset there's that there's another game I want to buy. Yeah, yeah. That shit is so good. And oh, it shouldn't dude. be, but it oh. is. Listen, <laughs> when I finished playing the demo for Yoku's Island Express, like my my soul like dropped a little bit. That the the thing was over. I was like, oh no. I was like, why did this happen? I was like, I should buy this game, and I did, and like I, I beat it. It's it's amazing. Oh wow! Is How it, long did it take? Not not long. I mean, it it took longer for me, but it's not a it's not a long game. What kind it's of game a is it? It's a fulfilling game, though. It's one of the like it makes you work to complete it like all the way. Wait, this is a pinball game? It's a yeah. pinball it's Metroidvania. Like, right. Is that on Nintendo too? It's it's on Switch, but it was on. It's been on other platforms for a while. Yeah, I downloaded it on. I downloaded the demo on PlayStation. Is it on PC? I'm sure. All right, I'm gonna go. I, I can't imagine that it's not on PC. It's on everything else. It's it's a really crazy game where you're a dung beetle that has like a pin, <laughs> a pinball instead of a piece of dung, and you. You're, That's you're not become... gonna taste the same. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> You're right. And it has uh, you become the postmaster for this island. So it's like your job to basically deliver the mail to all the people on this island. And, you know, all types of adventure ensues after you decide to become the post the postmaster for this island. What's the, wait, wait, wait. What? So the mailman's a dung beetle? Exactly. Gosh. Before that, it was a pelican. And then that you, makes sense. You, you get fruits right. and, and yellow vaginas? Yes, yes. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's two games I'm sold on. Yeah. How much are these games, and can I get a physical copy? Uh, you know what? I don't know if you can get a physical copy of Yoku's Island Express. Um, you you might be able to, but I don't know. Peach it- Ball will definitely have a a physical copy. Well, there you go. Peach Ball is definitely having a physical copy. But there you go. Look. Trust me, like I love pinball games, and all of a sudden there was just like Yoku I was able to buy, and then I know there was like another pinball like action game coming out. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. And then now Joe's telling me about another pinball game, and I'm just like, hey, I don't, I don't know what's happening where you can just, you know, we have all these like random new pinball games coming out, but I like it. I like it a lot. I wish Derek would have told us about all these pinball games. Isn't he like that's his thing, right? Pinball. Yeah, but Derek he H does he like does, pinball. He doesn't I, do I, anything anymore. I sent him a text. I was like, "Dude, have you played Yoku's Island Express?" But he didn't answer back. He uh, yeah, he's a, he's a working man. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Which are explains we. why we don't have uh, archives up on allgames.com. <laughs> Moses is left nut is playing Yoku right now. And it says it's fun. Oh yeah. 
my left nut, like that fool has, like he gets all the good games before anybody hears about him. <laughs> the the music for Yoku is really good too. Like if you like a chill kind of island vibe music, it's like it's it's good stuff. My left nut turned me on to this game called uh, <laughs> called Hold Down. Hold and, Hold Down? No, H O L E uh, space. D O U W N. Okay, hold down. What is that? Yeah, it's five bucks on iOS. That shit's amazing. What kind of game is it? It's kind of like a brick breaker. Yeah. But you're basically uh, mining to get to the core of, like, let's say a moon, you know? Yeah. So you have a certain amount of shots to get to the core, and then you got to mine the core. Uh huh. And then, you know, and then you level up. That sounds cool. You, you start on like a little like asteroid, then like a moon, then like a planetoid, then like a dwarf planet, then a planet, and it, expect, it just gets bigger and bigger. And uh, in like three days, man, I was so hooked on this shit. If you go to my Instagram, like in my IGTV channel, there's a playthrough of like a couple levels. Okay. Um, but yeah, I uh, basically I'm I'm in the black hole now. And that's infinite. So I just play that like every day, at least for like two hours. Wow. Yeah. How do you how do you record gameplay on your phone? Uh, Apple has that like built in into the new iOS where you can like screen capture. Yeah. But like you can like video video record screen capture. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's cool. Then you can export it through iMovie. Yeah, no, I just it automatically just saves to my camera roll and then I can edit it like I have. You know, from the early days of iOS, I use different, like, video recording shit, so video editing shit, so I, I just, if I need to tweak it with that, I would do, but, um, yeah, it's just, um, basically, it just saves to your camera roll, it's ready to go, you know? Even in the camera, in your photo settings, your video settings, normal native ones, you can edit stuff out. Yeah, that that I do know. Like, I know, yeah. you, like, if I take a video, but I'm like, if I'm doing something on my phone, I didn't know yeah. I could. I know. I mean, I'm sure I. I you can you say on, on 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 Android actually had it first. It was just right. a third party app. They right. never did it as their like base thing. Apple yeah. did before Android. I don't know if they've done it yet or not. But yeah, and like now that you say it, like I'm sure that I, I probably there's probably some way to do it on my own phone. But I like yeah. I just never even thought about it. Where it's like you know what I never thought about recording video on my phone while I'm doing something. Like, yeah. oh, that's cool. That's the cool so, thing about Apple, where it's like somebody does something cool, they just either buy it or steal it and make it into their <laughs> own thing. There it is. But then you don't need a third-party app like giving you malware or whatever, you know? Right. No, that's cool. So, uh, so who's trying to play Marvel like Ultimate Alliance, the Black Order? I'm down. I would love to if I had a Switch. That's fair. It's Switch exclusive? It is Switch exclusive, yeah. Oh, I don't have one. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You you know, I I never played 2 either. Oh, 2's good. It's a good game. Sorry. It's not as good as the first. The the first one was really good. I I agree with you on that. I think the first one was better. I I think I played the first one like three times all the way through. So, what are the odds of we getting all those on the Switch, too? <clears throat> small, uh, I would small. say relatively good. It's like the Switch loves to port old games. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's it's old games that you used to spend time on. Now you can do them on the go. Right. And, like, and that's enough of a selling point for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Uh, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, 
I'm over here like I almost bought Final Fantasy VII again just to take it on the go. <laughs> you madman. Yeah, but the only reason I didn't is because it's the exact same version that's on the iOS. Right. And it's fifteen bucks on iOS. So I'll just play it on iOS. Fifteen. How much is oh, the remake? Switch. Is looking pretty good. Oh, the though. Switch is like forty. Shut up! Really? Yeah. Dude, yeah. they should not be charging that much for Final Fantasy in this day and age. Because it those the iOS version, the Switch version. I actually learned this because of my left nut. It's <laughs> the um. It's actually the the PC port from back in the day. I believe it. So they're not like it's not a new version or anything. It's just a better graph. It's uh, it just has better graphics than the PlayStation One because it's the PC version. Yeah, but right. you just better it graphics. It's still it's a port. It should be like five bucks. Now if it's the remake, yeah. which Joe says is looking great, yeah. then I'm interested. The for remake more. is looking great. Like I, I, it's safe to say that all of us except Larry like creamed ourselves watching it. Well, <laughs> it's not turn based. Yeah, like you only come to turn-based things. I just don't understand how how everybody was like okay with that. Like nobody said nothing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, we all, all love Kingdom all of Hearts. You apparently, love Final Fantasy VII so much, but everybody's like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. That's not turn-based." What? I mean, what? I would prefer it, but they're not going to do that. Like, they're everybody's leaving turn-based except like good games. South Park. The, that, look. Like making a turn-based game action is like the video game equivalent of, or it's like the movie equivalent of like interracial casting. No, no, I. I it absolutely it, is. That's the same thing. No, I consider it more like the the dumbed down Peter Parker we're getting. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not That's, that. Yeah, it's that. No, like that would be as if you change the battle system and it's like, not as good. It's like it's still Peter Parker. It's not the one you like. Yeah, it ain't Peter Parker. It, it's a white dude, but he's not smart. <laughs> okay, I, like I, look, I agree with you, and I'm saying it's not the version of Peter Parker you like. What I'm saying is, if Peter Parker was played by Method Man, that's a whole different thing. That would be that great, though. Weird. Yeah, I think huh? that'd be. As long but as he I doesn't would? have AI, that'd be cool. <laughs> I would like to see his, his prowler. Method Man's prowler? Like, yeah. it'd be actually, it'd be cool if uh, if Method Man was Peter Parker. It would explain why he likes Tony Stark so much. Oh, because he's friends with the dude that calls himself Tony Starks? Yeah. Because it's his friend. <sighs> I don't know, dude. All I'm, saying, all, all I'm saying is there's a difference between you'd be like, okay, well, yeah, like if you looked at if you looked at the game, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's the that's how Final Fantasy plays. You'd be like, oh yeah, sure. You look at Toby Maguire and friggin' Andrew Garfield and what's the new guy's name? That's good. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. No, that's the, no. You mean the other guy? Well, that, he said yeah, the new guy. The new guy is the guy from Into the Spider Verse. That guy's good. The, old, the the guy that played the old guy. Hilarious. But when you look at all those guys, you're like, that's Peter Parker. No. If you mess around, look, like 
as much as I love him, you see Donald Glover, you don't know that that's Peter Parker. You're just like, oh, it's friggin' dude from Community. It's Troy. The only he was in about, one of the movies, right? Yeah, he was in Homecoming. He was he was right. Prowler. He was Prowler. You know the guy that does uh, Peter Parker. Prowler is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, he's not Prowler pr- yet. <laughs> the guy that yeah, does was still pretty terrible. He's pre-Prowler. The guy that does the voice for Peter Parker, like, kind of looks like that Peter Parker too. No, you know who looks like that Peter Parker, and I, I I'm willing to bet they use him as a reference. Was Todd Knock? Who's that? You know who Todd Knock is? No one knows who Todd Knock is. Like you like comics. Who's Todd Knock? Like five out of six books that you like have been drawn by Todd Knock. Well, but if he's a comic artist, that's more the reason for me not to know what he looks like. Comic look, artists don't even go outside. Look up Todd Knock on Google. Google him. How Todd do you spell Nock. his last name? N A U K. Oh. I know who that is. I didn't know oh, that's how you say his last oh, name. Oh, all of a sudden. I didn't know that's how you say his <laughs> last name is Knock. Like, it's spelled crazy. I didn't know it was Knock. No, it's N-A-U-C-K. Oh, wow. I, I did not Knock. know that. Right. Yeah, look, I've been watching that name my whole life. I didn't know yeah. that was Knock. I didn't know it was Knock. He does <laughs> look like the Peter Parker in, in Spider-Man. He's now started cosplaying as him, too. Well, no, the the yeah. the one that I posted is the actual actor, the the voice actor. I'm about to post uh, Todd Nock. Okay, Nock. Oh wow, that fool does look like him. <laughs> and sure as hell, he is cosplaying that character. <laughs> yeah. No, does his hair actually do that, or did he do that for the? Cosplay? No, his hair actually does. I, you've met him, Larry. I did. We talked to his <laughs> wife. <laughs> we talked to his wife? Yeah. Well, I, I'm a fan of his artwork. And yeah. so we went to the table and we're like, is Todd Knock around? And she's like, you know, uh, he just went to go to the bathroom. He'll be right back. And then we started talking about how, and he's like, oh, she, he loves doing this, like how much he loves drawing specific characters and, and all this shit and how fast he is and all that. And then while we were talking to her, she he came back. And we talked to him for like 15 minutes. Damn, I don't remember that. Fucking Larry. I'm Were sorry. you drunk? No. I, no, I just have a bad memory. God. In fact, I was drunk. <laughs> That's what Yeah, but you got is. superpowers when you're drunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's powers or weaknesses, you know, whatever. <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> so You're not Dr. Schlesinger. What? What are you all hoping this Square Enix Avengers game is? Uh, honestly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, really? Like, now when it, you say it, that, you mean like you just don't need another Avengers game? Or I, I'm I'm Avengers doubt. Like, I had a I didn't have a good time with Endgame. Yeah, but uh, Endgame I'm, is one thing. Like, what if this yeah. is like all super true to the comic? No, it won't. Like that's not what makes money. If it was it would make money, they'd make the movie that. Um, you know, Lawrence. If you're lucky, it'll be a turn-based pinball game. <laughs> I, I would take that. I would I, love. Like honestly, I would love an Avengers game. Like I don't know if you guys played Enchanted Arms. Yeah, but that sounds familiar. 
a, a, an Avengers game like that would be tight because, you know, it's a turn-based RPG, but it's also, um, it's on a grid kind of like tactics. Right. So depending on what character or team you make, your grid can be either, you know, a little more beneficial, a little more detrimental. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I, I like that turn-based with the grid. I liked for Enchanted Arms I, with Final Fantasy Tactics. It was, it was similar, but I guess that when it came out, I was too young. I wasn't ready for it. Like, I was still yeah. a dumb kid. But with Enchanted Arms, I had a real good time with that. In fact, like, I still have that game. I, don't, I bought it like three times because I kept lending it out because I really loved it. And nobody gave it back. And they loved that's, it too. That's yeah. how you know it's good. Yeah. So I bought it three times. Oh, I remember it now. It's one of the first transgender characters in games, I think. At least to my knowledge. I didn't even remember that. Sheesh. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I would honestly, I would really love for it to be like some kind of turn-based RPG, but I just, I'm not, it can't be that. It's not, no, it's not I be, think it's going to be like Deus Ex. It's technically yeah. not even a, a Square Enix game. It's a Crystal Dynamics game. So uh, Tomb Raider is what you're going to get. That's true. That it's Crystal Dynamics published by Square. But, okay, that's cool if you're doing like, let's say like a Hawkeye game. Like certain Avengers don't lend themselves to that, right? Or do they? I mean... I, I, I'll say this. It, it's. I won't say that. I, I feel like any Avenger could potentially be good in a third-person action scenario. It's just that you have to. You have to tailor. Like you can't make like a particular like game mechanic and try to put all of the Avengers. To that template, you need to do the opposite. You need to make a game mechanic for each Avenger okay. and, and then make sure yep. that that could fit into whatever the game is. No, you could do an adventure game like Life is Strange, which Square put out. I, I guess that's true. I still haven't played that. I, I, I'm willing to bet you're not even going to be an Avenger. You think you're gonna play as like somebody that you're, helps the Avengers? Yeah, you're gonna you're be gonna like be that kid the, from the yeah. from Iron Man three. New recruit, yeah. new recruit. You can be guy or girl, and you're gonna help the Avengers on some mission or something. You're gonna be Pepper Potts, and all the event, uh, all the Avengers are just gonna be NPCs. Pot, I mean, I I just feel like that would be a really bad move. Like I don't know. Like, you I, don't want to play as listen. any of the uh, Avengers Academy kids. Well, I don't mind oh. playing as an Avenger. Dude, that'd be awesome to play as Hazmat. Yeah, no, it's but, gonna, it's going to be you're you're it's the, funny. you're I, the I character. Was thinking about the Hazmat, and I'm like, what's her name? Hazmat. What? It's Hazmat <laughs> Power. What's her name? It's Hazmat. <laughs> I suck. <laughs> but yeah, were, I mean, were you going to say Oz before uh, you were so rudely interrupted by Joe? <laughs> oh, I just think you're gonna be a create your own hero, and all the all the Avengers are actually gonna be NPCs that are gonna back you up, or you know, something. But like that's that. not a bad, necessarily a bad idea either if it's, it's done well. It's not the worst 
Um, it didn't work with X Men. It worked with the Sopranos. <laughs> what? <laughs> with the Sopranos game? I didn't even know there was a Sopranos game. Yeah. Does it end How abruptly too? Be? So in the Sopranos game, you play a dude like that's trying to get into the mob. So you do like you know you park cars at first, just like in Goodfellas. You know you shine shoes. Shit like that, and you build up, and then it follows episode. The the game actually follows episodes of the show. So even shit you see in like season three that happens like off screen, where they talk about it in code. Like you were with the guy that did it, like helping them out, and eventually you become the guy doing the hits and shit. You know, but that sounds only, cool. Yeah, you only get to the the execution was the problem where it was like it was it was kind of. <laughs> it's actually funny now that that I, I talked about it in 2019 because it feels like it's on the same rail that Elder Scrolls Blades is, on, is in. So it's like, it's the same shit over and over, even though the story is advancing, but all the environments just look the same. Mm. That's the, but you know, it was PS2. I don't know if they did it again. They remade it. And they did it more, a little more open world, like The Godfather was, because The Godfather was like that too. Like you play through the movies in the same vein, like you know. Um, I was really into mob movies back then, but <laughs> you you play as like the guy like coming up with like Luca Brasi, like bringing Luca Brasi his lunch and shit, you know. And so it's a guy like it's like the first Godfather game was like the Godfather guy then, you know. And you just play as this, like, ancillary character that's, like, you can almost spot him in the movie as, like, an extra in the background at the party scene, you know? That sounds cool. So if they did that with Avengers and they actually executed it well, like, it might, yeah, it might work. Honestly, I don't want to be the kid from Iron Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> I And, you know, I know Jay mentioned... Uh... X-Men Destiny, and he, he's right. Like, that was not a good game. But it was about the execution, though, not the concept. Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Con- the, concept, the concept was yeah. solid. Yeah. Also, too, yeah. that felt like that game was rushed. It felt like. Yeah. And this this game is definitely not rushed. Like They they announced it, like, two years ago, and we're just barely <laughs> getting, like, a trailer. And not only that, didn't they, like, destroy a game to, like, yeah. not rush it to make this one? Right, right. Like, they ended development on another, like, first-person Avenger joint so they could do this one. So, you know, hey, we'll see. I'm I'm, I, I'm actually a little bit excited to see what it actually ends up being just because, and I, you know, I like, I know it's published by Square, but yeah, by no means am I, like, I don't think it's going to be an RPG. I mean, all games have RPG elements these days, but I think it's going to be some kind of action, like third-person action game, and we'll see how it turns out. So, indeed. Indeed. Right. Word. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we should talk. Should we go with uh, Batman v Ninja Turtles? Yeah, uh, we could do that. Heck, you watched it, right? No, all I saw was the trailer. Okay, so just Joe. Oh, I thought you saw it too, though, Oz, right? No, I saw a clip. I saw the when Batman fights the Shredder. Oh. Yeah, and that fight is so badass that I really want to watch this movie. Dang. So it, I, wait, I, nah, but this joint's not on DC Universe app yet, right? Like, no, it's not. And that's probably the reason I haven't got my hands on it so really joe's the only one here that's seen it i'm pretty sure it's not coming to dc universe app what why 
Is it not a um, Warner Brothers joint? It is, but they work with Nickelodeon. Oh, so you Nick's know, not Nickelodeon. Um, I don't know. Like honestly, I haven't looked too deeply into it. But the fact that it, all the other movies have come out like a week early on the DC app, and this is the only one that's come before the DC app, I'm assuming it's not coming. Oh, see, now I thought the I thought the movies came out after they were released on the DC app. I didn't realize they came a week early. Yeah, the DC app gets the movies a week earlier than everyone else. Oh wow! I I tried to tell you that with the Fatal Five, but you didn't believe me. I definitely was like Mo's a liar. There's no way that we should be listening to what he says about DC animated films. I actually finally saw that. That was pretty good. I, I saw it too. Yeah, it was good. I still haven't finished it, but I'm still like, you know, you finishing things. It's like I don't want it to be <laughs> over. Right. You should though. It's good. I still okay. haven't finished a hundred bullets. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah, I have. Oh, dude, you should. I do don't that. want it to be over. But you yeah, should do that. Talk about this joke. <laughs> All right, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, basically starts out with a bunch of technology being stolen and Batman is trying to set a trap for them. And uh, meanwhile, the Ninja Turtles have also come to Gotham to stop these technology thefts, which turns out to be perpetrated by the foot. Because the Foot and the League of Assassins have made a deal, or Shredder and Razagul are like teaming up in order to get a kind of exchange ooze for Lazarus Pit. So, yeah, it's it's really cool how they did it. Um, and this is speaking as someone that did not read the comic, like I read the first few pages of the comic, and it seemed pretty good translation. Um, they did leave out some key stuff, like the fact that uh, the Ninja Turtles and the Foot Clan all use ninjutsu exclusively, as opposed to the League of Assassins or League of Shadows, which uses multiple forms of martial arts. But uh, yeah, it's really good. Like, the fights are really good. They do a lot of cool stuff with silhouettes. Um, There's one scene, Damien's in it, and there's one scene where he's fighting, and he's silhouetted except for the inside of his cape, the R, and the face mask. And uh, it looks pretty badass. In this movie, they're... The Ninja Turtles and Batman are in the same world, right? Nobody crossed dimensions to to get them together. It's just the Turtles are in New York and Batman's in Gotham. They don't mention it, but they don't... Yeah, they kind of just don't mention how they got there. So it's like, that could have happened behind the scenes, but they try not to make it an issue. I guess to make it easier for people to handle without going too deeply into stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of like the Turtles just show up in Gotham one day from New York. Uh, they do make a mention, though, of how New York and Gotham are pretty much the same thing. Okay. So, um... One of the things this thing does really well is characterization. Like, I know, especially with, like, Rise of the TMNT, I caught, like, an episode and a half, and everyone just seemed wrong. This pretty much gets all the characters right, except for Damien, which is only a little off. But, uh, yeah, the characterization is, like, really good. What uh, What's Raphael like? Headstrong. Doesn't wait, like, jumping in before he should. Aggressive. Okay. So, like, classic Raphael. Right. Cool. And I actually like Leo. They actually do some pretty cool stuff with him. He's the leader, and he is, like, the most skilled, but they have a thing where, like, anytime one of the other turtles gets hurt, he, like, loses focus and go and goes into rage mode, and uh, he's asked to try and pull himself back. That was interesting, I thought. That is a little bit of a different take, but that's cool. It makes sense. 
Right. So, um, yeah, the fights are awesome. Uh, the Shredder versus Batman fight is kind of spectacular. Like, their first fight is kind of amazing. Just seeing them go at it, seeing Shredder be, like, kind of vicious, which I feel like we haven't gotten in a while, even though i kind of been in and out of these Turtle series. This is the first time in a while that I think I've seen Shredder be, like, an actual threat. Yeah, I, I watched that fight, and it's one of the few times I've seen a, a animated fight where I think, well, that dude really wants to kill Batman. Yeah, and I should mention, it's a Rokosaki Shredder. Versus what? Like, it's not a Utram in a Shredder robot body. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, I hate that Utram. Right. He or she sucks. Basically, Kraid. It's a... Krang. Krang. Oh, is that what his people are, Utrams? Is that what his people are called? Yeah, Utram. I did not know that. Uh, Utram sent me that Deathstroke picture. He or she did. (laughs) You dumb. (laughs) You get a good amount of background, good interactions. Like, Donnie and Batgirl have some really interesting interactions. Good fights all around. There's actually, like, a really cool scene with with actually Ra's al Ghul where he kills a guy. But the way they show it is, like, pretty awesome because they show, like, the guy just falls and like they show his head and it falls and it kind of looks like he's off screen but then his body falls in a different place which i thought was pretty cool it's more impressive when you look at it than when i tell you what happens <laughs> that's fair yeah this this whole thing looks pretty good i i can't wait to watch it and i i didn't read the comic either i just for some reason was not interested i read the comic and the comic felt more mature it felt like Frank Miller's Batman with the OG Ninja Turtles comics. And you do get that. Like, it's... The Turtles aren't pulling their punches, like, normally. But the art style looked more, like, cartoony, and that's why I didn't, like, bother with it at all. Like, even when... Like, people, like, sent me the the Shredder Batman fight, and I'm like, "Ah, I'm not gonna watch this. You know, like, they've been doing that for, like, two weeks. You know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I'm not gonna watch this because, like, the art style for the comic was like it looked like straight up Vertigo shit, you know. When I see the animation style, it looked like kitty stuff to me compared to that. So I was like, ah, I'm not gonna watch. Yeah, it, do- it does look a little kitty. Um, interestingly enough, they actually take Donatello's design from the rise of the TMNT by giving him like the elongated pill shaped head. Oh wow! No, I don't like that. It, it takes some getting used to. But, you know, the per- the fact is, the personality is there. Like, it's actual oh. Donatello. From what you tell me, it's like the look isn't where I want it to be, but the story is. Yeah. So, I and now I have to give it a shot. Yeah, it's like, it's real interesting. And I've heard other people say, like, this kind of might be a test run to try and doing more, like, mature Ninja Turtle animations. And... It kind of looks that way. Like, this could be, like, it could work. Like, it's not, like, over-the-top violence and gore. It's just, like, kind of like the DC movies, animated movie level. And, yeah, it really works. I think it's good to see the Turtles not pull punches. Like, I really was a huge fan of, like, the Mirage comics. That's good to see. It feels like it's been a while, even though technically I guess it hasn't. I guess you have, like, gotten some good Leo moments in the animated shows. This works. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing the what you mean by the pill-shaped head. Right. It's like they, they look like they almost were trying to do the snapping turtle thing for, for Roth, but kind of, like, 
pulled back a little. Right. Like, it does kind of feel like they took the rise of the TMNT and just kind of made it good with just, like, an influence, like, a tiny hint of that, like, design. Yeah. Cool. I was watching that the other day. It's not a good show. Oh, Rise of the TMNT? Yeah. I will say this. It can be funny. Not good, but I know the one episode I watched was pretty funny. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've laughed at it, too. I just, my big thing like, was... I didn't think it was good, Yeah, but it, it was humorous. So it's the Teen Titans yeah. go of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Almost, uh, yeah. It's more like the Legion of Superheroes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In the Teen in Titans of, go in universe. Design. In terms of design, I remember I was telling you they were like they were like blacking like they were, it felt like they were like blacking up the turtles. It was kind of weird. <laughs> we're all for diversity here. I mean, I'm for diversity. Talk about this is like caricatures. Although Michelangelo still looks kind of normal. He's really funny. He's actually pretty funny during, throughout this movie. I actually don't mind how Donatello looks in it. Oh, wow, this picture looks awesome. Because uh, uh, I was Googling how Donatello looks, and I got a picture. I guess I'll put it in the chat. But I got a picture of the old-school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon with the Batman, the animated series Batman, like, together. I'm like, man, I'll watch that. that that'll that be the sequel. Yeah, it's pretty good. Who's fighting the Sorry. kid? <laughs> Sorry about that little uh, traffic incident inside uh, the house. <laughs> It's all good. But yeah. Oh, and I should mention that the ending credits is fucking amazing. They basically take a bunch of like classic TMNT and Batman covers and like transpose the different characters in them. So it's honestly, it's worth watching on its own. (laughs) Really? The end credits? Yeah. Yeah. These covers that they do, these cover swaps and shit. And like, they're pretty amazing. Uh, Tiger Claw in chat says there was that second Batman versus TMNT comic that features the Batman animated series with the 2012 TMNT. There sure was, was, Tiger Claw. Thank you. (laughs) Um, That pill head looking Donatello, I'm not that against only because it just makes him look smarter. Like, I'll take that over glasses. I, oh, he I, has I glasses in this one sometimes, too. Yeah, if, if he was wearing, like, glasses or goggles or something like that, you might be right. Like, I, I think yeah. I might want the pill-shaped head over that, too. Well, the movie did that with the right. goggles right. and shit. So, like, I'll take the pill. Like, if they just make his head shape look smarter, then uh, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Like, it just looked in, in, the, in the actual, like, footage from the show, from the movie, it, it actually looks fitting, you know? Because even Batman has, like, that super, like, square jaw, too. Which some Batman don't and some Batman do. Alright. Make uh, mine Batman. Yeah. I guess that's what really turned me off was that yellow bat symbol on his chest. That just looked kitty to me more than anything. That's uh-huh. that Keaton. It's yeah. iconic, sir. Yeah. Well. At least, at least it was iconic until David Finch did it and then everybody hated it. Hey, <laughs> that's hey, funny. That man has <laughs> cancer. True. Leave him alone. <laughs> I've been waiting for Finch to come back up. But hey, at least watch that fight scene because that is an amazing fight. No, I watched. I watched the whole thing. Like you guys sold me on it, and you know that's that's the beauty of the show is that we get people interested in things they would normally be interested in. Capitalism, yay! And I will say the after credits. I didn't say I was going to buy it. 
I'm sorry, say that again, Drew? The after credit scene is like a cool little, it's pretty classic. Like, it's a cool little twist on a classic theme. Yeah, that's all oh, I'll say about it. Great, now I gotta say for after the credits, god damn it. And so, what did you watch it on, Jay? I watched it on Amazon. Okay, and uh, if you would, uh, or no, hold how on. would you? Did, did you? did you buy it, or is it part of Prime? I bought it. Okay. There's no way they're putting that on Prime, at least not now. Right. I mean, I don't know, Nickelodeon. I mean, they might have a deal with Amazon. Nah. Unfortunately, gotta... they don't. Uh, like, all the Nickelodeon stuff coming out, you have to buy. Pardon, buy it. They mess around, they go milk that cash cow. <laughs> so how how many dollars out of five do you re, um, not regret spending? Um, uh, Like... Four dollars and seventy-five cents out of five. Okay, I so don't regret. A, yeah, so it gives it like four. It's, it's near perfect. Yeah, almost almost five out of five. It's just it. it's just Donatello's head. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm cool with that. Like like I said, Damien is a little bit miss. Yeah, um, Damien's, Damien's a little, little miss everywhere though. Yeah, like that one is a Grayson. He's well, most no. characterized a little bit. That's one um, title out of like twenty. Yeah, and yeah, it's just like a couple of little things where I'm like, mostly there. Some of them aren't even like issue issues. It's just I think out of all everything, the mischaracterization of Damien is probably the biggest thing. And even then, that's not that big a deal. But yeah, there's tiny stuff, almost perfect, near almost like near perfect experience. So I wish they would have kept some of the stuff from the comics in. But since I didn't read the comic, like I don't really feel it's appropriate for me to bring that up. And my score might go down once I do read the comic. But for right now, it's four and three-fourths out of five dollars I don't regret spending. Yeah, and you can four seventy-five. You can buy it digitally on YouTube, Amazon Prime, Google Play, and Vudu, all for twenty bucks. If you want to get the the Blu-ray, I mean you're not saving that much. It's like maybe fifteen on eBay used. If there's anything I would want out of a Blu-ray, it would be like a special feature of what it took to get the two properties together to get Nickelodeon and Warner Brothers to work together. That'd be cool. I watch more of that. Like that feels can like we started Oh good. Can we start a GoFundMe to get Frank Miller to do the next comic series that they both team up in? <laughs> <laughs> we can try. I was about to say or like a, um change.org. That's what we'll do. There it is. Change.org <laughs> petition, right? I, I was gonna say Where uh, petitions don't matter. I feel like uh, that could be a cool like geek mini documentary show of just like all like a, a mini doc of like the behind the scenes on when geek properties cross over. Like I would watch that. I might it might just be me because I know that's like mostly like business stuff. But I would love I to. You, like like if, I would miss one of those things. Oh, go ahead. No, I, well, I guess it would just be you and me, uh, Larry, making it. <laughs> right, exactly. But but I would it would be cool if they did like some of the creative stuff too, like talk about like how what it is they decide to put in and why and like because I would I would love that, but I would I would love to see the business aspect of it too. Just like what's the negotiation like and who comes to the table first and how did it you know it it probably be a t- the type of thing though where you only could do it for old stuff. Because, you know, it would be too soon to talk about, like, say, Sony and Marvel to get Spider-Man in Captain America Civil War. You know what I mean? Yeah. People would be like, why are you putting our business out here? It's like, dude, it was like four years ago. <laughs> it's almost over. What, what's almost over? Their, their deal. Like, we could start production now. So when it's done, <laughs> we could have little extra content that people pay money for uselessly. 
how it came yeah. together and how it all fell apart. It didn't fall apart. I mean, if it fell apart, it's just that crappy ass Peter Parker. But <laughs> we're not getting into that today. Hilarious. Well, I'm surprised it's not Conroy doing the voice. Oh, yeah. Troy Baker actually does a really good job. Like, I was a little worried because he sounded off. Oh, no. He's good. In yeah, the he's trailer. Yeah. And he I know he's done before. Batman before. He, yeah. does, he does Batman like, he and Joker. He does a good job. And he does him and the Joker. And he pretty much does good at both of them. Troy Baker is pretty much the go-to guy when they don't want Kevin Conroy. Yeah. And you would ask yourself why they don't want Kevin Conroy. And it's almost like a branding thing. Like, they use him for the really good stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that that's part of it. I think also, too, I'm sure he's probably more expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, because of that. Because yeah. he's, he's the like the definitive guy. Batman. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody that could ever do it. Like... I felt like if they would have had him voice over Ben Affleck, I would have been happy. (laughs) (laughs) He's the only dude that you don't have to get used to hearing their voice playing Batman. Yeah. Everybody else, it, it you like I'm not saying that other people you don't get adjusted to and it may it may even happen quickly. Yeah. But it happens. Like you hear somebody else do Batman and the voice in your head is Kevin Conroy first and you're like, Okay, this is okay. And then your mind, like, forgets about it. Or, but, you, or, or the story's good enough to, like, let you be okay with it. I'm sending, I'm sending an email to Warner Brothers that when Pattinson wears the suit, it's Conroy's voice. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, that's the one thing with, Pat, with Pattinson. It's Pattinson on this show, Oz. Pattinson. With a B. I don't think he's got the voice for it. But, honestly, like, nobody really has. That's why they are, amp up the bass and layer the vocals and shit. You know, they did that shit for Christian Bale, too. Look, Christian Bale damn near threw, lost his voice trying to do that. Oh, yeah. Not only that, but I remember watching on my second viewing of The Dark Knight, the fucking uh, the fourth speaker on the right was rattling. <laughs> the cone broke. I feel like his voice worked in the first movie. It worked, but then they started like getting more uh, ex- extreme with it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's something in the audio engineering. They got um, like all extra broody. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of, I, I guess if you follow all, if you watch all the movies straight through, like you can see like it's part of the growth of him becoming more Batman than Bruce Wayne. But I don't want to do all that. I don't want to, yeah. you know. Man, like, that fool like never became more Wayne. Batman than Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, he gave it up. He went to France. He's like, yep. fuck Gotham. <laughs> there it I'll, is. I'll fake my death. Yeah. Right. It's like, like listen, you can't, it's like, you can't retire being Batman. It's like being the Pope. Yeah. You just die. Uh, uh, look, yeah. we just had a Pope retire, so. Yeah, but he was a Nazi youth. That's, That's not the point. The point is you can retire. Look, if if yeah, I had Batman is not supposed to be a Nazi. You if, if I if I could move to Europe with Anne Hathaway, I might hang up the cowl too. <laughs> That's what? hilarious. The Batman for Batman to retire, this fool had to like get out of step so long that he had to use a gun. <laughs> like that's, that's, the only, that's the only way Batman retires. This yeah. like, man, he's and not, even then, he's like backseat never, driving never the Batmobile. Again. Say what? <laughs> even, even then, he's backseat driving the Batmobile. <laughs> right. This was like a lesson. I need, he's like, I need a new body. It's like, I can talk in their ear and tell them how to be Batman. <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like, I didn't retire, just my body did. <laughs> I didn't realize my, you were talking about Batman Beyond. 
Huh? I didn't realize you were talking about Batman Beyond. Yeah, <laughs> Batman Beyond. I was like, when did Batman use a gun? Well, I think in Batman Beyond he did, and then the- oh, that's what Lawrence was joking about. Yeah, that's the first. That's yeah. the first episode of Batman Beyond. That's such a good series, dude. It's so good, and it still holds up. Yeah, it does. It's it's definitely among the better Batman stories. I need and to rewatch it. Fucking it was. Do- it's Dwayne McDuffie. And all the all those dudes Bruce from that Tim. original, yeah, Bruce Tim, all yeah. that team, like, yeah, uh, was it Bruce Kulig, the director? Like, he was good too. Yep. When he did that when one people had shirt. the good sense to let people do their own thing, like, yeah, like let me look over your shoulder and make it happen. I think that's the closest that Warner's will have a Deadpool moment where they're like, oh, just let them do whatever they want. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Was it Batman Beyond that had the final Justice League, or is it the other way around? The other way around. The yeah, Justice okay. League had the final Batman Beyond, and right. then they had another one. Right, right. <laughs> Wait, they had another, another one? one? DJ Khaled. Well, they had the... <laughs> like, DJ Khaled gives me hope, because I have enough talent to, like, be a star. Doing I what think he does. most people have more talent than DJ Khaled. Yeah, but, you know. Whoa, whoa. I, I set whoa. a low bar. Hey, hey, hey. That's all you gotta do is have a kid, Mo. You can do it. <laughs> uh, that's what I have. Want. Have a kid and don't don't eat pussy. That's yeah. what you have to do. <laughs> he, he doesn't. Nah, look, that's that's two things. Talk. That's two things I never want to do in my life. <laughs> have a kid and stop eating pussy. <laughs> but see, if you stop, then you're gonna have the voice to go. DJ. Yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah, no, I don't give a shit. About <laughs> Not worth it. I have a good enough voice for this show, and pussy got me there. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I, if, if eating pussy gets me to the top, fuck it, I'm good down here. <laughs> good down here. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> I'm good down here. <laughs> oh man, should we move on to Brightburn? Yes. Yeah. So I know Jay, you, and Oz saw Brightburn. Did you see it, Hect? No, I didn't even know it came out already. Okay, th- that's fair. That is more than fair. Uh, Oz, why don't you tell us about Brightburn, man? Like, set, let people know what the premise is, and uh, go ahead and, and tell us what you thought of it. Well, the the premise for Bi- Brightburn isn't all that complicated. It's a it's a retelling of Superman's origin story, but. He's crazy. He's, he's evil, which isn't even the first time it's been done. I mean, I think in uh, in Smallville, like originally he was supposed to be like the destroyer of worlds or some something like that. So it's it's a. I mean, literally, and Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. Yeah, well, yeah, I definitely did feel a lot of Dragon Ball in it. Yeah, and I mean, when I say Superman origin, I mean down to it takes place in Kansas. You have a uh, two people trying to have a kid, and the, the they find the spaceship, the baby, red blanket, everything. Wow, really? I didn't know all that. Yeah, I thought it was just a, an allusion to Superman, but they're like, "No, nah, this is this is Superman, goddamn." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much derivative yeah. as fuck. And it actually takes yeah. place in the uh, in the same universe as I don't know if you remember the movie Super. Yeah, yeah, same universe. The James Gunn movie. Yeah, well, they're both James Gunn movies. Oh, I'm glad I didn't see this then. <laughs> oh, um, in fact, there's a uh, during the credits when when they're there, there's like a conspiracy theory guy who talks about the the citing the Brightburn character and then talks about other characters that that they that they've seen, you know, trying to say, hey, the, there's something happening here. 
and like he describes uh, a witch woman that that ties you with her ropes and strangles you. Obviously, alluding to Wonder Woman. There's like a Fishman character he talks about. So he basically like pulls out the whole Justice League. And I'm guessing Super is the Batman character because he's the only one without superpowers that the dude mentions. And he fucks little kids. What? I think she was of age. I don't know. No, Even she was, she of, was age. of age. Like she just looks too young for me. Like for my taste. You know, looking too young and being too young are two completely different things. Yeah, but it's the same sexual dysfunction. Although technically, she fucked him. So it's like those idiots that were getting mad at Calvin Klein. It's like fuck you, losers. I don't think it was Calvin Klein, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, we're a little bit uh, off track. Uh, yeah, basically, so basically, it's a it, it it's a Superman retelling. But su- what if Superman is bad? You know, he he doesn't have Pa Kent and Ma Kent to kind of give him that moral compass because I guess these parents are assholes. So are they so really fifty two Superman? They're 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 like they're I wouldn't call them assholes. But they're like Man of Steel parents. They're, they're not. They're not good. Like I guess they, they didn't teach the kid well enough. They seem normal. Like I, I can't. I can't look at at his parents and be like, oh well, that's why he's evil. You know, it's. It, Is it like the four kids I saw at the supermarket yesterday? I didn't see them, so I wouldn't know. Oh, it absolutely is, Mo. <laughs> it's definitely those four kids at the supermarket. <laughs> and real quick, yeah, it is Calvin Klein with the Clara Christian. Joe, maybe you can explain this a little better than me. Um, what were we explaining? Brightbird. What's, what's wrong with the parents? Oh, honestly, no. It's The parents actually aren't that bad. I mean, the mom's kind of a bitch, but only in that I hate people that protect their asshole kids when they're compl- clearly being assholes. But it's basically the kid is just off. Like, you know, you think he's normal, but then you find out he's been killing cats. And keeping him under his bed. It's the kid. He's fucked up. And once okay. he finds out he's an alien, he basically takes it as, oh, I'm different and I'm superior to you. So I can do pretty much whatever I want at this point. He's like, you're not even people. I, I think I, I think people. he actually says that, too. That, well, right. I'm different. I'm superior. I'm better. Yeah, he says that to his aunt. Like, after he, he basically, his dad tries to have the talk with them after they find some pictures under his bed. And so he takes that to mean that the dad's basically just telling him it's cool to masturbate when you get feelings. And so <laughs> the kid basically takes that as I can stalk this chick like outside of her second floor window. And then when she gets mad at me, I can just break her hand and be cool. So it's like, yeah, but see, that's yeah. where that, that's where I see kind of the bad parenting because he doesn't say he doesn't really say it's cool to masturbate. He tells them, hey, you know, you're going to get these. Growing up, you can get these impulses and these feelings, and it's okay to act on them every once in a while. Now, I know he was trying to tell the kid, hey, it's okay to masturbate. But I could also see the kid with the developing powers thinking, oh, I can just act on my impulses. I got options. Yeah, and my impulse is, I like this girl, I'm going to go visit her. Yeah, but when you've already got kind of got your superiority complex, you're like, because he already has a superiority complex. Right, and 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 so he's... Yeah. Kind of thinking of people as like less than human. Yeah. So it's like so, superiority things are going to go bad. Right. And, and to be fair to the dad, he didn't realize that the, that the kid had this, has these complexes or these powers at this point. Right. 
I mean, he knows there's something off because, you know, he never bleeds. He never gets a bruise, like, coming up. He didn't go through a lot of the things that kids go through. Mm. So they know there's something up with them. What is it, colic? Yeah, babies get colic. That just means they cry a lot, right? (laughs) No, well, it's like indigestion, but yeah. Yeah, well, he didn't get any of that. So, so that means he had enough enzymes and shit in his stomach to not get colic too. They, well, hey, maybe because they did say he had trouble breathing, like when they first found him. Uh, He's Superman. Yeah. There's a comma between those two. Words. The the kid does a pretty good job of being creepy too. Oh, kids yeah. are good at that, especially white kids. No, but like mm-hmm. this kid mm-hmm. like says some shit to people that. Like just it doesn't sound right coming from a kid, but it it sounded right coming from him. And he has some great expressions. Like there's one point where he's in the woods and something happens and he just gets this like expression of like disbelief and outrage and like you could really see it like in his eyes. Like it's he's a pretty good actor. Like if he keeps up his craft, he's gonna be really good. And the movie itself is is it's gory. Like it's not, more gory than I thought it would be. Yeah, like, it's not like like Saw where like every other scene something fucked up is happening, but some fucked up shit happens to some people. Yeah, one of them is kind of poorly done, so it's kind of laughable. Like the CG is really bad, but yeah. there's one scene where like a woman gets a glass splinter in her eye and she takes it out and it's like way bigger than I thought it was going to be. And it's kind of cringy. That's hot. I, like, I actually didn't even like I, I looked away for a few seconds on that one. That one really got me <laughs> like that was really Wait, well a done. Glass splinter and she took it out herself. Yeah. yeah, and it was bigger than she thought it would be. He says splinter, but you could hold it in your head. It, like, it's like the size of a coin, basically. Like It's not like, oh, let me get some tweezers. Like you, so It's big enough to hit bottom, but not big enough to kill her. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> it, it's like it's like that. It's like that. That what was that show with the with the vampires where they had the worm in the eye? Oh, it, it, it yeah, was a similar to that. Like I, I couldn't. Yeah, but that shit wasn't that creepy. Like I don't know because the worm is just there, but the splinter like actually cuts on the way in and on the yeah, way and out. Yeah, and then and then they show like as she's looking around from her perspective, so you start to see like uh, like part of the screen getting like like bloody. It, it's uh, it's on, a I'm really coming. cool scene. And the movement. The movement of the eye when she's pulling it out is like I imagine to be really realistic. Like it looks like she's actually pulling something out of her eye. Like it doesn't look like an effect. Wow. Sure, it is an effect, but it doesn't look like one. It looks actually pulling something out of her eye. Now, uh, my question as somebody that is a a, a cis white heterosexual male <laughs> that hasn't seen this movie. Um, like, did any of it give you that vibe of that one Twilight Zone episode? Which one? Where the kid Which has one? the power? Where the kid has the powers and everybody's afraid of him? No, because um, nobody is that knew. Old Twilight Zone episode? Yeah, that's classic. The cornfield. Yeah, that's one of the most classic yeah. Twilight Zones there is. It's so classic that it's like when I saw the trailer for this, I'm like, oh, this is just gonna be like a shitty remake of that. I didn't even think about Superman at the time. I thought about that. No, the, like the Twilight Zone episode. It's so popular. Even The Simpsons did a version of it, right? Where Bart Simpson yeah. could read people's thoughts. Right. Yeah. yeah it's no. not like that. Yeah, nobody knows. Because it's an origin story, you actually do see him being normal and friendly. And it yeah, isn't yeah. until he starts to hit puberty that uh, the voices start talking to him and telling him to do shit. And his powers really start developing at that point. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's different. 
like it really is just like a Superman origin story. Okay. But evil. Yeah. So maybe I'll think about watching it. I'll be honest. The first maybe five to seven minutes are kind of slow, but after that, it's really good. Yeah. Well, that's just where they show him as a baby, right? Um, it's like a lot of old know. footage of him as a baby, and then as it's like kind of weird toddler. because this is one of those movies that I went to specifically for the concept, which was Evil Superman. So like all the shit that wasn't that, like it, the first five minutes just feels like it's not that, and that's what I'm waiting for. But then they start like doing more and characterization and kind of building the world and then burning it down for real though. <laughs> like literally he starts burning the world. Yeah, I wow. mean we say Superman, like literally flight, strength, speed, eye beams. Heat vision. Yeah. So basically this is everything that that magic super kiss? dickery website had warned us about. Yeah. Is there a magic kissing? Maybe. I mean he's still a little kid, so he's not kissing anybody yet. Well he's pillow. In part two, maybe. Yeah, he's not kissing, just jerking off. <laughs> so did <laughs> did his load come out like really f- hard or <laughs> it killed no. people it came out so quick no his load didn't come out that hard i don't think he got to finish because the girl saw him oh, no, no wonder he's so mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's a good movie i even think lawrence should watch it like he might have to close his eyes a couple of times but it's a it's a good it's a decent movie it sounds... I, think, I think larry left no no i'm right here i was oh, just okay. about to say like it sounds like I, I mean I would like to see it, but like the things I've I've heard and if the it were for you, the gore, you would be fine, right? But because the jump scares are not really anything. Yeah. I mean, an old black lady that was in the theater with me, she yelled at one part, but she's old, an old black lady. <laughs> they get startled easily. But even the gore is only really like a couple of scenes. It's about five. Maybe. Oh, I, I think I no, think two. The dead woman in the basement. That's six. I think two are pretty bad, but then everything else, like it, it you know, it's not. I, I've seen worse. I think Lawrence can handle all, but like if he, if he watched House, could he watch this? Yeah, I did watch House. Yeah, but it, like it did make me cringe sometimes. Because even yeah, but cringe is different than to like just run out of the room crying like a little bitch. Because <laughs> even the woman in the basement that you, that you mentioned, like that, actually looked like the most fake of all the of all the uh, the stuff that I saw. So that wasn't even that bad. To I me. will say it is good that they didn't hold on it because if they had, I would have started to see how fake like. Yeah, you can see it's clearly a mannequin, and it's cut kind of weird to cover up certain areas and leave others exposed. But yeah, it's good they don't hold on it. Well, you know, if Joe sees it, like it's all fucked up because he couldn't see the floating heads in Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and even though it does look bad, like it doesn't look real, the scene where the guy's guy got his his bottom jaw ripped off, yeah. It is gory. Hey, and even looking bad, like when it comes to horror, like part of it has to look bad, really, because if it looked too real, it'd be real horror and you don't want any part of that. Like you just want to watch horror movies. Yeah, there was yeah. Th- there was a movie and I remember Ted talking about it once where yeah. this dude gets his face bashed in with a with a fire hydrant and they had to go to oh, court yeah. and prove that it was yeah. in effect because it, it was so well done. Yeah. That movie that movie is 
I mean, the cringeworthy part isn't that fire hydrant scene they went to court with through or for rather. Um, I'm sorry. The fire hydrant scene isn't the one of which they went to court. Oh, I thought it was because they had to prove like that the actor was still alive or something. Yeah, but no, no, that's the one they went to court, but it wasn't the goriest one in the movie. I guess my grammar got all fucked up, so I couldn't express it properly. But yeah, there's a rape scene in that movie that's like. Is that the Serbian film? No, it's a French film. Okay. But it's called Irreversible. And yeah. that that fire hydrant like you could hear like the guy like takes his last breath and a chunk of meat blows out of where his mouth used to be yeah that's how fucked up that scene is wow quick tangent one of the interesting things about a a serbian film is that the rape scene where he's raping the kid was done with the actors being in separate rooms i I mean hope so i mean it's but even the kid is like a like a mannequin right no it's an actual kid yeah Yeah, nah. the, the baby was a doll. The baby yeah. was a little mannequin, but the okay. kid was actually a kid. And so, so they who, filmed his scene in one part room, and they filmed the actor in another room. So and they you mean said the, both the actors were very comfortable. So you mean the guy that fucked the kid was in a different room, and then the kid got fucked in the other room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. That'll get us ratings. Yeah, it was a. It was, I still don't want to watch it. It was a. It what's his name? Ryan Singer. But I do. Th- I just thought that was an interesting tidbit about it. But back to Brightburn. I will say the after the in scene that Oz was talking about that is really like the cherry on the cherry on the cake. Like that got me so interested in like seeing more and the fact that they're already thinking about it, even if they don't plan on going through with it is really exciting to me yeah i hope they do a whole like uh the hell are they called i was gonna say fucked up justice league but Tr- they, trilogy no no the earth Chair three earth three uh legion of doom? not legion of doom i wanted to say injustice league but that doesn't sound right what are the earth three fucked up justice league that's not the injustice league is it no it's um the fuck? crime syndicate with a yeah a crime syndicate type of thing with all these other characters that the dude mentions. I'd love to see each one get their own movie and then come together. But then we also need, like, somebody to fight them. <laughs> also, one of the things I thought, too, was kind of clever when Brightburn... And I don't know if they did this on purpose, or maybe I might actually be the only one getting this connection. But the fact that at the end of the movie, he causes a plane crash, as opposed to, like, Superman, where one of the first things he does in his movie is prevent one... I thought that was pretty cool. That that definitely sounds intentional. Cause yeah, that's like the superhero trope, right? Right. Oh, I think that's the first thing Supergirl does in her TV show. <laughs> like that's done a lot is saving the airplane. Yeah. So what would you two give Brightburn? I would give it a four out of five. Like good. Yeah. Just some of the effects weren't how as good as I would like them to be. But uh other than that, it's it's really good. It's an interesting take. I like seeing Superman. Like even when we get evil Superman, we don't normally get him growing up. And I thought that was kinda cool. And even yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'd probably do a four also. I mean normally I would ding a movie for, for bad effects, but it's really low budget. And taking that into consideration, they actually do a really good job with it. So, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a four. I definitely suggest people watch it and hope they make, like, uh, some kind of sequel or, uh, you know, another movie with another character that they can eventually connect to this world. 
Uh oh, he's coming for you. Watch out! Oh shit! <laughs> Dude, kids, what the Look. fuck are you gonna do? Yeah, like <laughs> right, burn open the door. Like only a four? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's out of right five. Burn. You guys read the cape, right? Yeah. Do you see this? The old one, girl? right? Yeah, the one, not the, the the TV show, but the comic where the guy had the powers with the cape. Yeah, and he dumps his girlfriend in the fountain, or his ex in the fountain. Yeah. Because he's a douche. How would you compare this movie to that? I would say it's a completely different attitude. Okay. Like, he was just a douche doing douchey things because he could. Like, he, Ryburn is, like, kind of like a psychopath. Okay. Like, the other guy just, he didn't care. He was. Yeah. Kind of spur of the moment. Hey, he's, re- he's more reactive, right? Okay. But him, like you can see, like that scene where the pictures under his bed, like they start out with women in their underwear, but then he starts having pictures of like organs and dissection trays, and it's like he was a psychopath. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll check it out. You guys lost, lost me at James Dunn, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of guns in the. Yeah, like his brothers like wrote three it, right? of them. So I see Tiger Claw says that the episode you guys are talking about is It's a Good Life. Is that the episode you all were talking about? I think that's if the Twilight he said Zone. So, I oh, always Twilight think Zone? of it as the Cornfield episode. But like, that, I don't know the actual title. That's the one with the kid where he like tells them that they're bad people, right? Yeah, like he, his grandfather says something, like calls him a brat, so he sends him to the cornfield. And then his dad try, wants to punish him, and so he turns him into a jack-in-the-box. Yeah, yeah. Like, that joint, okay. But then, I, okay, I hear you. Like, I mean, I was like, I don't, I didn't think of that as, like, like as of, like, superpowers. But I guess, it, I guess you could be superpowers. Oh, by the yeah, way. he's basically, uh, what's his name? Legion. Right, like, yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I guess they are, like, psychic. By the way, Mo. Uh, James Gunn is just listed as a producer. The screenplay was by two of his brothers, and it's a totally different director. So maybe you can watch it. Did he leave? No, most are here, right? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> My bad. Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell it when he returns. Wow. Like, Hello? Mo- yeah. you say what? Is that me you're here? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, you guys have been pixelating in and out for the last 10 minutes. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, so James Gunn, Brightburn got you. James Gunn is no. just uh, listed as a producer, but the screenplay because yeah, the screenplay is his brother and director is some guy named David Yarovaski. Honestly, I don't care about his pedophile jokes. I care about his Star Lord, so I don't want to give him any money at all. <laughs> yeah, you know <what> I mean, <laughs> I was happy that his pedophile jokes hurt him at some point, and then you know they didn't hurt him enough. I honestly think they just put his name on it because his brothers wrote it, and yeah, nobody would have watched it without that. Too. Fuck his brothers like they were little kids. I'm sure he'll laugh at that. They had nothing to do with Star Lord. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, heck, yeah, yeah. Tell us about we- that Doomsday cock. <laughs> <laughs> it uh. <laughs> It went in a direction I didn't think it would go, but at the same time, it oh, had the some information, I guess. That's always terrible when that happens with cocks. <laughs> I know, right? That's hilarious. When it goes in the direction you didn't think it would go. Yeah. You're like, wrong hole, wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the review of the comic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong hole. 
So, so what do you think? What do you think of Doomsday Clock Ten, Heck? Uh, I liked it. It gave. It, it's a weird comic where it gave information while not giving any information. Yeah, but I I get it. Did you Did you catch up or did you? I I did get to read it. Yes. And uh, honestly, like one of the things that I love most about Dr. Manhattan's character is the fact that, you know, he exists outside of time. And so, you know, if you've read Watchmen or maybe any of the stuff that like, you know, the post Watchmen type stuff with Dr. Manhattan, you know, it's, it's like a common thing for him to like existing in all moments at once. And so he has to focus on the moment. Otherwise, he's basically like living in every moment at once. And it it confuses him. Well, it's not so much that it confuses him as much as it is that he acknowledges like, okay, as I'm sitting here right now, I'm also sitting in this other place 10 years uh, ago enjoying this and 10 years from now thinking about this thing and it's just like it's a it's a common thing that kind of happens when people write dr manhattan even when alan moore writes them like some shit happened in issue two and then in issue like nine he's he reacts to what happened in issue two right right and that does happen too like sometimes he'll he'll be like responding to something that hasn't be happened a, yet. Be a, in comics, it works perfectly because there's an extra word bubble that doesn't sync up with the direction that the other word bubbles are moving in. Right. In the movie, they tried to do it and uh, it could be, like, they probably edited it out because it had a bad response or something. But you can see, like, where the moment where that that did happen, like, his facial expression is still there. Yeah. I, I need yeah, to... the movie definitely does it less. I mean, I'm sure it's harder to do in a movie. Yeah. Even though even though I mean there was a scene, I think. Yeah, no, it was where, he, where they let him do it. Yeah, they let him do it only because he was gonna do it again in, in the future in the movie. Right. But in the comics, like he could have said something to something that didn't really impact the story at all. It just happened in the past. I just need to, to point something out because we had a discussion about this earlier. Doomsday Clock 10 came out today, right? Yes. Doomsday Clock 11 is scheduled to come out August 14th. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Right? Yeah, Doomsday right. Clock 9 came out a month or two ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a month and a half. But it turns out Hex is, Hex is the only one reading them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not even... I'm, I mean, I'm not No, you're reading them, but... you know, because Heck brought it up, but he's been reading them on schedule because he's got the time no, to I, around. I read everything last ah, shut two up. weeks ago. Say you have the time. It's your <laughs> shitty work schedule that lets you read it. it. <laughs> yes. I live within all time. There, look. Yeah. It turns out that's where I'm trying to go. Your Shit. Lord and Savior is now Moses. <laughs> and apparently neither is Dr. Manhattan. And I had always been <laughs> Alpha and Omega. And Zeta for that matter. And you know, so, three years from now it'll be Delta. So tell tell the rest of the forum hacked what your takeaway was from this issue. So reading this one, it the biggest the biggest takeaway is that the assumption that Dr. Manhattan made the DCU or something along those lines is completely thrown out the window because he straight up says, oh, I came to this multiverse because I wanted something different. So it was already made and he just kind of popped himself into there. Well, yeah, but he yeah. fucked it up is the point. Yes. Well- well, did well, he or did it make it better? Like, you got to look at DC's, like, earnings. No, because you talk a whole a whole bunch of shit about how 
all this time was compressed to five years. That's Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, and even even he realized, you know, I kind of I kind of messed with I shit. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my but bad. So is he gonna fix it or what? No, it's just a realization. Oh, so the the just, the comic he's is just uh, as bad as the Judeo Christian God. <laughs> yeah, and that he pretty much says that at the end of the comic. Oh my god! To everybody yeah. in this universe, he's the villain. Uh, so it turns out I'm right. What? So but he, he says did, he didn't make anything. He didn't. He's not a god in the sense that he made anything. He's a god in that because he's basically in all all times at all at once. He could manipulate certain things to affect superman and superman is the center of this universe so anything anything that is related or touches superman can be manipulated and mess with superman so he just well, watched superman die i don't think he was the reason superman died he could well, have been it's it's interesting because at least in in my reading of the book it's it's almost like so Dr. Manhattan is like he was used it was used to his universe, which is like which is like our own in the sense that the past is the past and the future is the future. And those things like that just happens, right? Yeah. Like what 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 you see in Watchmen where he's like, I can experience time all at once because <laughs> this is the past and that's the future. I'm in quote unquote the present and that there's no changing that but when it comes to the dc universe that's not the case like he sees multiple people existing in multiple times and while he's talking about that what what from from his perspective it's like oh this reality like kind of shifts but what he's really talking about is is the retcons and it's literally like him talking about like Superman's original origin, and then he talks about the Silver Age origin. Yeah, I see. And a pic- then, I see and a then picture. He talks about crisis. I see a picture where a young-looking Superman is talking to the Legion. Like he's he's yeah got Cosmic Boy, Lightning Boy, and Saturn Girl in front of him in like a tribunal. Yeah, that I mean that happened. That's the Legion of Superheroes, yeah. right? But that's that's the thing where he's kind of like, oh, things happen different here. He comes to the realization that things center around Superman. Because he's like, when you change things to Superman, he changes. changes. Yeah, the rest of the reality changes around him. And then he does the kind of mention like New 52 and acknowledges it as like, this was my attempt to change Superman. And yeah, things went a little wonky. But he wasn't saying it like, I So who was the chick with the hood? What chick with the hood? Uh, That's like a. That's old shit. You're talking about. He's talking about Pandora. Pandora? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Plot hole, man. Plot hole. Who knows if they even bring her back up or not? She's like two crises ago. But so did they explain why she was who she was? That was yeah. She had well. That was a whole different story. Well, that got explained where it was her. There was a, a, a trinity of people that. Well, she was the narrator at the end of Flashpoint into this universe. Right. Right. But, and she was part of a different trinity. It was her and two other people that. The Phantom Stranger and the Question. Yeah. That I affected think. the the universe. But that was like, dude, you're talking then, old once shit. Once you now. have Rebirth. Uh, they were done by rebirth. Like power killed Pandora. Yeah, and Phantom Stranger. No, I think he's still around, or he might have died before. He might have gone to hell, which is part want, of his I, thing. I want New Fifty Two Phantom Stranger to never have existed. Can Doctor Manhattan please do that? Actually, I, yes, I that that might be what's going on at this point because I haven't heard oh, okay. of, of any of those. Well, 
I've heard a little bit of the question, but I haven't heard anything of the Pandora well, and the Phantom Stranger. Well, the question Question's important, but they just need to do them right. Since, since I re- don't think corporate Warden Brothers would do them right. Though. Since Rebirth, I haven't heard anything about Pandora or Phantom Stranger. Pandora died. She straight up in Rebirth died. She got exploded. Well, there you go. Everybody else, I don't know. They're I think Phantom limbo. Stranger is in hell. Like He ran out of the, the coins that were keeping him out or something like that. I'm I'm pretty sure the coins. question. Yeah, Phantom Stranger had like the coin, the the necklace of coins. Fa- Phantom Stranger is Judas. Okay. Yeah, and he got paid in silver. Those were the All coins, right. silver All coins. Right, finish this Doctor Manhattan talk. <laughs> <laughs> but it it basically introduces a concept which it's gonna be wild, but it, it introduces the concept of like a metaverse, and it's basically saying like this. Like this version, and when I say metaverse, it's not like you know. I, I know some people use the term metaverse to be like outside of like like the space between the multiverses, <laughs> the white space. Right. This isn't that. This is literally like how they use the term meta human. It's like <laughs> a meta. It's like a meta universe, and this particular like core universe, like the Earth. What is it? Earth is it Earth Zero or is it Earth? Pri- it's not Earth Prime, right? No, it can't it, be I, Earth I, Prime. I think it's Earth One. It's yeah. I, I think you're right. It's either Earth One or Earth Zero. I don't remember which DC one. DC tends to be Earth One. If you go Prime, then that's like the Superman is the only hero world. Yeah. Well, yeah. they don't. Yeah, they don't do Prime anymore since New Fifty Two, right? Yeah, because they killed. Well, they trapped Superman, Superboy Prime. Right. Right. This is like yeah. So it's it's. But main DC yeah, has always zero. been one. Huh. Even after, even like when they retcon or do something like that, they. Where they take the old world that they turn the old world into Earth Two, and whatever the main continuity is becomes Earth One by default. Yeah. Okay, but it's basically saying like this particular universe has the ability to resist and and inter interact its own changes, and it's and, always changing. And that's and that's why we got like White Wally West popping up because it's like the universe kind of like fighting to like not be changed yeah, I, I can get with that it's it's an interesting concept it's just one of those things where it's kind of like you know who it was the universe well? trying to fight back yeah. against the stuff manhattan did yeah you know who did that well was stephen king uh-huh. uh in 11 22 63 like basically a guy finds a portal and he decides to go back and stop john f kennedy from being assassinated but every time he tries to change the past, time actually fights him mm. and puts like weird obstacles to like, you know, like a boulder will fall on him, you know, and he dies or whatever. Right. You know, he starts back at his original time. No, yeah. no, like that stupid Endgame movie. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that anymore. It's so funny now. Like after we've done our the, I don't want to bogart this uh, review of this. Uh, superstar writer Jeff Johns um, <laughs> masterpiece but all of a sudden in the last three weeks or so we're seeing a lot of articles talking shit about Endgame oh yeah? Yeah. yeah people have time to listen to I our show like yeah I don't like it well they're more eloquent than I am for one <laughs> Uh, but they're stealing my ideas and running with it you know well yeah I but that, that that's only because you're you're off the cuff. Like you're just as yeah. it comes to you, you're saying it. If you if you actually right. wrote it down, then they have time to to back hit the backspace yeah. button and make it sound prettier. Yeah, 
that that's what I, that that's what pisses me off. It's like all of a sudden because they work, work they use words like equilibrium and continuum and uh, paradox. All of a sudden they're respected, and, and they know what they mean. <laughs> I mean, I know what they mean too, mm. kinda. Mm. But I mean, I use those words too. Okay. Yeah. All of a sudden these websites are getting a ton of hits saying the shit I've been saying. Since day one, sure wish we had somebody in charge of promotions. Yeah, are you in charge of promotions? <laughs> I'm not. I'm the. Was it, did, didn't Derek put you and Heck in charge of promotions? No, I'm. I'm, I'm like not in charge of anything. Am I? <laughs> yeah, I, I. I think I remember that. What's Doctor uh, Manhattan say? <laughs> I'm in charge of like editing shit and helping people broadcast. No, no uh, for all games in general, not not us. I was. I guess like a community relations for a certain shows, half of which don't exist anymore, where if there was any problems, they come to me first and then I would go to Derek, but nobody ever came to me. So yeah. well, that's how it goes. Which is strange because most people do July come to 16th. Me. 2014. I'm sitting at my desk and I don't remember what Derek told me. You have a desk? I wasn't paying attention. He's living. He's 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 living it. He's living in the past. He's with the past, the present, and the future all at once. There it is. Here we are. I can see the sunrise. People getting hits on my theories. Welcome to my life. How did this become an attack on me? I was talking about Lawrence for public relations. <laughs> no, I'm attacking myself. Oh, that's not as fun. See, th- this is what happens when you mess with time. Anywho, how many um, uh, bulging, bulbous blue penises do you give it? Well, since we're on the topic of bulging blue penises, how many of them are in Doomsday Clock? Not Zero. one. So he has, has a, a Dr. Manhattan book with no penis in it. He, yes. He, they, it's, they, it, it's not black label. Alan Moore would be rolling in his grave. <laughs> Even they, if it was black label, they wouldn't show his penis. Jim yeah, Lee was right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Jim Lee just celebrated DC in Saudi Arabia like last week. Oh, yeah. Is he getting that sweet Saudi money now, too? Yeah. Well, Warner Brothers always been in the treason money. Oh, man. Like, that's why they, their deals with Legendary. You know, Chinese owned. You know what I mean? I, I'm surprised they're not yeah. doing WWE movies right now. Uh, they might be signed a partner. <laughs> anyway, Are you sure uh, there's no penis in it? Because uh, I'm looking at a picture of penis. I bet you are. But that's <laughs> and it yeah. says Doomsday that's Clock Ten. <laughs> It's like that's a mirror, Oz. That's that a mirror. has not, that has nothing to do with comics. <laughs> the crowd, the car suit. That's when he's in uh, 50 Superman era. I mean, it's not. An impressive penis, but it's a blue penis. What? I don't remember no penis. Put Lincoln in chat. I did. I'm not in yet. <laughs> you know what? I'm pretty sure that was a panel from the oh, book. Shit. Yeah, but, that is. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Oz was the only one that was looking hard for it. <laughs> the art is so bad. I would have looked, but I'm not reading it. Look, there's a page number on it. Page 13. It's, ah, it's the I'm same my, uh, readings, right? Huh? Is he smaller it's than he was? Probably. Look, well, penis it. No. I, I believe my copy of the comic was censored. Must be a press release issue. It's uh, Gary Frank, right? Oh, man. Gary Frank's lost his touch. I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, I haven't seen too many Gary Frank cocks, but... <laughs> Well, it, art in general, like that lady's face looked terrible. Like, I mean, Larry, like, I know you, you can be a, a little bit of an apologist, but you know that don't look like no Midnight Nation. That's true. That's you know true. I mean? But yeah, and who knows? Maybe that's why. Uh, maybe I mean, that's... Gary Frank went nuts 
on. I mean, I'm not even gonna say it went nuts. Like it just looked like normal art, but it was just good. Oh, Gary Frank did Forever Evil. Yeah, some I mean, good oh, yeah, Forever Evil. Yeah, he's way no, better than this. That's not what you got to know him for. Like, look at any Midnight Nation cover. Read Midnight Man. Nation. Only, only we uh, we're the only one that read Midnight Nation, Mo. I'm gonna give you just a random ass panel of Midnight Nation right now. Oh, look, it looks better than any blue penis he's ever done. <laughs> well, especially since it took Oz to point out the penis. Yeah, but it's like that's just a random panel, and you look at the panel to the right of that blue penis. That art just looks terrible. Like it's flat and uninspired. I mean, I'm assuming he just must be working fast or something, huh? I mean, Midnight Nation didn't have delays like that. You know, I, I, I'm going to say this. I don't remember exactly when Issues of Midnight Nature came out. I know it took long for it to end because oh, yeah, like, yeah. those last issues took yeah. a long time to come yeah. out. I was um, selling comics at the time. They, the last six issues did take long to come out. Right. And, and yeah. I don't know that. I mean, that's not just Straczynski. I mean, that full rights. Yeah. So no, Straczynski had the story finished ahead right, of time. Right. So you know, I mean, and that that's part of the reason why this book comes out like every two months. Do you think DC is kind of trying to rush these artists? Because I noticed, yeah, uh, the other book I was reading, Heroes in Crisis, Clay Mann only does like a couple pages in like the last three issues. You know, I mean, I don't feel like it's. I mean, obviously, art takes time. Dude, there, there's one book that they had to bring in two other artists. Yeah, and they, there's three artists on one, on the, and it's not like an oversized or, or like a uh, a big book. It's a regular ass comic book. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know what the solution is per se. Obviously, like this is why there's some artists that were like, "How is this guy getting work?" And he could turn in work on time. That's how. Like, you don't have to be the best. You just have to be. Consistent. The the guy that can can work the fastest, like you know, like what what is what was like, who said it? Somebody was like, I'm better than anyone that's faster, and faster than anyone that's better. You know, like that's yeah. that's pretty much it. Whereas like that's what the the middle of the road guys are doing, right? It's yeah, not- but I don't know. Yeah, I guess maybe that's why I'm not successful at anything. <laughs> I just have too much integrity. Like, I can't put out something that I'm not happy with. Oh, hey, what I will say is this. You should put out something and then figure out Uh, how to get... You lost me at something. (laughs) (laughs) And then then what you do is you figure out how it is you can get better at putting that thing out. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. That's not going to work for me. <laughs> Cause Thank, putting, you, Larry. Thank you, Larry. But I'm just yeah, saying, put, putting out a, a mediocre something is better than putting out a spectacular nothing. No, it, it's... It, it, yeah. That's like, why I put out. Nothing. I rather destroy everything than create something that <laughs> was, is meaningless. And anything yeah. that only exists in your head is is only it only exists in yeah. your head. That's it. Yeah. Well, you know, that's where I live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where it's perfect. That's where it matters. Yeah, I can't. I, 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 yeah, I don't think I, I'm too neurotic, I guess, to really like do anything. Uh, it happens. I'll yeah. say this about Doomsday Clock. For, for such a long delay and the build up, like, oh, this is going to be universe changing for the DCU and all this and that. Yeah. It, it explained maybe one or two things, but overall, like, there was nothing earth-shattering about the comic. Well, it's not over yet. No, but they, they specifically said that this comic was going to change a bunch of stuff. Yeah. 
Well, and you know, really, you know all why... it does, it only introduces the metaverse instead of, like, the basic universe. But you know why it can't, right? Why? Because it took too fucking long to come out. <laughs> like, but the, the they re- edited that shit to specifically not rock the boat because they're like, well, it's going to take too long to come out. Then, you know, we got to move on with the other titles and ignore this shit. I don't know. because so if the you way still read looked, the next the couple art- issues, like, you're the d- one dummy reading them. Because yeah. after the next few issues, they're going to have no impact. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah, I don't know. Because... I don't, I don't know the reason why they took so long with the book. Like, the art's been done. So what were they holding it off on? Or what were they holding it off for? Well, how do you know the art's been done? I, I saw things. Like, they, <laughs> the artist was it, dude. Was it Blue Penis? Yeah, I mean, I missed that completely. I'm not Oz. <laughs> Oz but, has uh, an eye for penis. He sure does. Especially if it's a dick, Grayson. And a, and a taste for penis. <laughs> But it's like the round table thing with the the Justice Society. The dude that made that put it on, what, Twitter or something? Like a month ago. And that was just a teaser because it was taking so long for the comic to come out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, would, I would assume that the only reason DC would put this thing on, like, the, you know, bi-monthly kind of schedule is because they're accommodating the artists. And so, you know, I mean, maybe that particular piece was done, but maybe the rest of the book wasn't done. Or maybe he got it in early and was just happy and putting stuff out. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, you definitely like you, you make a longer window if you're worried about there potentially being delays in the publication, you know? And that way it's like, hey, if 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 you give them two months or if you give them a month and a half and it turns out that they only need four weeks, then great. <laughs> Quit putting dick pics in the Discord, Oz. There's one that says, technically, every time Nightwing takes a selfie, it's a dick pic. <laughs> Ironically, he's big and blue. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's your big blue dick right there. There it is. So, uh, okay, cool. We should do some news before we get out of here. There's no way. We, we never gave the ending. Oh! Comic book news. We should have a, like, uh, like, current, uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but, like, sorry, there's no way to stop it once I hit the button. We've, we've seen that. Hilarious. Wait, what would you rate it, Hex? Uh, Three and a half big blue Manhattan dicks. I'm I'm good with that. I would give it three and a half as well. It's like three three and a three and a, a softy. <laughs> half mast. Half mast. Well, it's not yeah. over yet, right? No. I was, we're two two more two more issues. So yeah, yeah. So but it those two be. issues aren't going to give you anything new or anything more. Well, it's going to be Doctor Manhattan versus Superman. Yeah. Oh, great. Or whatever. It's going to be like a weaker ending than Nightfall, I think. Like, you already watched the rest of the DC Universe progress beyond this. What do you mean? So clearly Superman's going to win. I don't know. What do you mean? You know what I mean. He's saying that, like, Action Comics is past Doomsday Clock. Is it? Well... Well, you forgot your copy here on my birthday. I mean, well, so uh, what, put, is that a yes or no? I'll like, put it like this. Yeah, that's like, a yes. Oh. Super, Superman in Doomsday Clock doesn't have the red underwear yet. Wait, the Superman he's fighting is New 52 Superman? No, no, no. New 52 Superman is already dead. But the story started before Superman got the original costume back. Oh, gee, you're right. This started like 2017. Yeah. But like you're you're technically having Superman's a moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how great that turned out. 
Yeah. So news. So news. Um, I started talking about this earlier, but uh, for more details, uh, Simran Kagura Peach Ball launches July 9th in North America. Uh, it will feature customizable tables, special mini games, a story mode, a diorama mode, and dressing room mode. It's going to come out with uh, accessory galore set included as part of the base game and a limited physical release with an exclusive new box illustration. Okay. So, uh, you know how uh, Ava DuVernay is supposed to be doing the screenplay for the New Gods movie, right? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Who was that? You knew that. We talked about it before. Yeah. Last week? Yeah, I, I was trying. No, this was like six weeks ago. It was, maybe, yeah. Maybe eight, but I was trying to not be okay. misogynistic about it, even though I love the New Gods, and I have no faith that Warner Brothers would pick anybody to do a good job with it, whether it be man, woman, man, vegetable, or mineral. <laughs> Okay. Well, it looks like they're getting uh, Tom King to be a co-writer on that with her. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I- I'm pretty sure, like, she's she's supposed to, uh, or I think she was listed, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to to write and direct. Yeah. And so now she's co-writing and directing. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they could have done worse. Oh yeah, no, I, mean, like, I think Johns that's a good idea. It. Yeah, they could have Jeff Johns co-write it. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, I remember now. Uh, I still have no faith in it. You just like I never did see a wrinkle in time. Nobody did. Yeah, yeah nobody. Yeah, did. It didn't do well. Gail King didn't even see it. I mean, just because it didn't do well doesn't mean it's not good. No, we all it know means that. nobody saw it. Like we're just commenting on nobody watching it. I know it came on on uh, my HBO Go, and I still didn't watch it, and really? I wanted to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you want to watch it? Did you read the books or something? No, um, I wanted to read the book, but it, it was a weird thing. Like, uh, I don't want to get in. This is for, it's definitely a conversation for Dr. Schlesinger, but I guess I'll tell you guys first. I'll do pre-production before I see her. But um, <laughs> nobody took interest in me when I, academically. So they put me in the class where people were reading books, but they're reading like spot does this shit in like fourth grade you know what i mean where i wanted to read where the red fern grows and shit like that and i remember looking at these titles and they didn't let me read them you know there was the where the red fern grows wrinkle in time you know the odyssey that's the shit that appealed to me and they're like well you're not in that grade like you're not at that level like you shouldn't read it but it's like nobody like fought for me to like try to be above the level where i was you know what i mean and that that played through all the way through high school so you know it it, i was always uh bored academically because i was below where i should have been you know what i mean and in terms i acted out and i just you know i was just a bad student so a wrinkle in time was one of those books that i wanted to read and they didn't let me because they thought i was too stupid and maybe I was, but they should have let me decide if I'm too stupid for it. Honestly, it's not that hard a book. I mean, it is if they think that you don't speak any English because you're Mexican. Yeah, no, I, I would have let you. Uh, yeah, but you're, I mean, you were barely starting to jerk off at the time. Like, you weren't teaching fourth grade English. Yeah, I, I dealt with that at school, too, where they kept giving me yeah. Spanish textbooks. So I'm like, yeah. I fucking read Spanish. Yeah. I mean, and, honestly, I was jerking off way before that. <laughs> like, I'm a lot older than you remember. Okay. So you maybe started jerking off around the same time. Irregardless. I, I, <laughs> 
Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I was always attracted to these more advanced books that I never got to because I, you know, had a slight accent before I turned 10. <laughs> Who's laughing at my accent? Oh, sorry. That's people outside yeah. being loud, obnoxious and black. <laughs> wow. I know the type. <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, that's the only reason I want to watch the movie because I never got to read the book, even though I wanted to. Why don't you read the book now? I got look now. I'm old as fuck now. I don't got time to read. I got a business to run. I got a family to run. I got you know. I got bills to pay. I don't got time to do shit. But this show and cut hair. No, you're right. Reading is for cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Glad somebody got that joke. You know, that's the only thing that I could read when I was a kid that nobody had any say in. Yeah. So yeah, like that's what I stuck with comics. And when they make a Peter Parker that jerks off to Tony Stark, I get mad because that's not how it was in the comics. Again, this is a conversation for Dr. Schlesinger and me. Isn't that a plastic surgeon? I could still talk to her about my problems, too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Laura. Oh, never mind. Wrong Schlesinger. All right, so somebody going to talk about news or what? What the fuck? I'm over here having <laughs> a breakthrough and shit. Yeah. I did my story. Yeah. Um. Look, I'm over here. All? I don't... Look, you guys aren't equipped to tell me what to do after this. <laughs> That is very true. So move right or fuck along, all right? Yeah, you know, I don't think Dr. Schlesinger would would like your tone. Yeah, well, I'm not paying you 100 bucks an hour. Why is Heck posting pictures of, of Manhattan dick? That's actually Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's reposting a picture I posted earlier, so really he's just copying me now. Yep. I I guess we're good because I'm trying to think. Of, like I felt like honestly, I feel like I'm missing a story, but I can't think of what it is. Well, right you know, now. ever since Tiger Claws got a job, like he don't give us news like he used to. So he's we have to actually. He's too busy. Yeah, which is fine. He's... We don't, you know, it's it's you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. It just turns out that none of us ever did pre-production without Tiger Claw. Now, he, he's did. too busy looking up news for the Sonic movie. Well, and now that he's uh, yeah, it's been delayed till February 14th. Yeah, trying to get the look right, and it turns out that one of the dudes that did a cartoon is helping with the redesign, but it wasn't the good cartoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, because when I think Wait. of Valentine's Day, Sonic is the first thing that comes to my mind. No, well, you know, running gotta fast, go fast, like, yeah, gotta go fast, and uh, you don't care who you smash off. Look, <laughs> if I went that fast, I'd still be single. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is keep like you gotta keep going. So if you go that fast, you gotta go like fifteen times. But see, you gotta keep the rings with you too. Yeah, I have a lot of rings. But see, not nuvo rings, not cock rings, not <laughs> hand rings. Uh, there's speculation that Deadpool might make his MCU debut in Spider-Man Three. Uh, Kevin Feige, uh, I'm sorry, Faggy is uh, mulling over the three different options that he can do. He could do a new solo film like Deadpool Three, or uh, a Disney Plus limited series, or a guest starring part in Spider-Man Three. He's the only guy from the Fox deal that's not going to get recast. I agree. Yeah, well, good for you guys. The I saw a thing where people were speculating. That instead of Deadpool, they might actually introduce um, Old Boy's Venom. And Why? What? Exactly. Which, which Boy's Venom? The the what's the last Venom? Bane. Oh, yeah. Ah. Which I don't think that's true. Yeah, they, I don't see how they can or right. why they will. Like I would like to be believe Marvel would trans- be like no. Yeah, it would be an easier transition to do them into the Spider Verse stuff than to the MCU stuff. 
Right. But ultimately, like the Spider Man's a piece of shit anyway, so they could just do it anyway. <laughs> I'm sure that's their uh that's their like thought about it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean it's wild because I saw a thread of people that were like, why can't we just have both? And it's like, really? You want Deadpool and Venom in the third Spider-Man movie? Like, I mean, that's, I, I, honestly, that's like not, Spider-Man 3 all over again. I'm all for it. No. I want this, the, this Spider-Man to turn into a piece of shit. Like, oh, I want it, like That's how it would do. That's how it happened. Yeah, it, it's already, it's been a piece of shit. It's just been a smaller piece of shit. I just want it to turn into a colossal, steaming, stinky piece of shit. Like that, it is. Like I want the in, I want the inside of it to show. I mean, do you really dislike Homecoming that much? Oh yeah, it's so terrible. I didn't get to do it last week because he told me to take a break and I had to hang up. But, <laughs> um, like you know that that whole scene where like my biggest gripe, well, one of my biggest gripes was Vulture being Green Goblin essentially, and um, that that whole thing where he blows up the building and it falls on them and he has to gather the strength to pick it up as an homage to Amazing Spider-Man twenty nine. Well, guess who the fuck did that in Amazing Spider-Man twenty nine? The fucking Green Goblin, you know? Like that's how much of it they did. So and between that and then him the, the the Tony Stark worship like I hated all around um the AI I hated all around like I keep watching uh into the Spider-Verse and when that Spider-Man that Todd Knox Spider-Man like squints and it just goes naturally and it feels naturally it's fine the fact that they had to do that as a mechanical thing for the MCU is fucking retarded. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I, I hate Homecoming altogether. Like, the, Tom Holland, like, I hope he gets hit by a bus. Wow. Jeez. Like, I, I mean, just want, I, I need a new, like, reboot. Well, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I don't need anything. Because ultimately, the comics, even, like, the, the Nick Spencer comic, or, or you know, they're not even that great. So, it's like... I, I'm almost yeah. just done with Spider-Man altogether. Like, have you been reading Life Story? I have, but I don't like it. Like, okay. it's cool, but it's not like regular Spider-Man I, story. Yeah, like it. Yeah. They, they're it should have been a Marvel Knights or a Nikon or whatever imprint they choose, but they don't even have that where artists could just be artists. You know, like and Chip Zdarsky is still not the greatest Spider-Man writer around. Yeah, even with Life Story, like. Yeah, it's cool. Like he can think outside the box to do these things, but eh, you know, it Did still you... smells. It still smells of editorial and and yeah. Did you ever see the Amazing Spider-Man movies? Oh no, 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 no! I, I watched thirty seconds of the first one, and it wasn't for me. I feel like if you actually watch those, you would appreciate Homecoming more. Mm-mm, but that's the thing. That's like saying, okay, so if you take a piece of old shit and chew it. And then a piece of new shit and chew it. That new shit isn't going to be that bad, dude. What, that's why you you've heard when on the radio they're like new shit. That's why they're excited. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. <laughs> like I watched, uh, you know, I watched that Mark Webb one, and thirty seconds in, he's stopping a bully from fighting, and it's like, you know, Spider Man's whole thing is like, it's not my job. Like I don't need to get involved. I'm. I'm I'm busy enough not trying to get bullied. Like why I gotta intervene, you know? I right. did that with superpowers, you know. That's that's Spider Man's whole thing. That regret of letting the burglar go from that mentality is what fuels him. It's the chip on his shoulder. And ultimately that's what I love about Superman uh sorry, Spider Man altogether is the chip on his shoulder. Like He's brooding without having to be dark and brooding. You know what I mean? Like, he's brooding and coping. Right. And 30 seconds of that Mark Webb Spider-Man wasn't that. I threw that DVD out the window. I still owe 
I think I paid uh what like twenty five bucks to Netflix for my brother because I just threw that shit out the window. I cracked it and threw it out. My niece was like, oh, "God bless my niece. He's graduating next week." Um, she uh, <laughs> she's like, "Why are you crying? Why are you doing that?" <laughs> she was like seven at the time. <laughs> I'm like, "Cause it's a piece of shit. You don't need to be watching this." Yeah, and she's like, "Don't say shit." <laughs> she's so great. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I'm never gonna watch the Mark Webb ones ever. Um, that's that's probably for the best. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. Like I watched, like I took pride in not watching them, and then when I did try to watch them, in 30 seconds I was out. Like you know, if it's that bad, where 30 seconds I'm out, I, I don't need to be. Like I don't need that aggravation. Every time I see Jamie Foxx, I think of how terrible he was as a lecturer yeah. first. It ruined him. I mean, it didn't ruin really, him. Well, he hasn't really done anything since, right? I mean, he, he did movies after that. I'm, I'm I sure mean, can were. you name one? He was, wasn't he in... What, what? Yeah, he's like, what? He was in Sleepless. Yeah. Oh, wasn't he in... Uh, he wasn't in the Tarantino joint? Not after that. Django Unchained, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, after. was that after that? Pretty sure it was, wasn't it? I don't think so. Maybe, maybe. Uh, like I don't know. Uh, he was also my second favorite. Well, he was my least favorite Django. What? <laughs> well, he was like the thirty-second Django. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and he was the second black one. You know who the first one was? I don't know his name, but he was better. <laughs> he didn't care about stylish sunglasses. That's fair. He has not had a starring role since Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like he was in Baby Driver, but he's a side guy. Yeah. Like the only thing that saved him was that Beat Shazam TV show. He was in that Ro- comes out in the summer. He was in Robin Hood, but again, yeah, not a big deal in it. Is a paternalistic black man. Although he's supposed to be Spawn. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll see when that happens. You know, that was another thing. I I read an interview with McFarland talking about that, and he he said that. The joint is fully funded. He's just trying to get everyone to agree on the script. And I was like, all the people that put in the money all kind of have their own idea of what Spawn should be like. And of course, he has his own ideas. He's like, you know, I'm not going to sacrifice my vision. Yeah. Because, you know, I might, I don't want another movie that I'm kind of like, yeah. feel so so about. No. And you know what? I, I give uh, T Mac props. At this point, because it's like at at this point he has to make a good spawn movie, right? You know, like he owes it. Well, he doesn't know it, but we deserve a good spawn movie in terms of you know diversity in movies, uh, you know, being comic fans, right? You know, like Spawn needs to be a fucking masterpiece, and it needs to be Todd McFarlane's masterpiece. You know, yeah. I really think they should have just gone with a uh, like a one of those like ancillary titles for the movie instead of like the main spawn type <clears throat> you know, like like you know spawn the undead or something like that you know something that could lend itself to more of a, a different genre than just straight superhero because once you have a superhero genre movie like people feel they it needs to be avengers you know yeah i could i could hear that whereas like you know let it let it breathe yeah like if you know, if you do, you know, something, something more in line like how they did *Brightburn*, you know, like where it's primarily horror, uh, psychological horror more than anything, then you know that would be a better taste for *Spawn*. You know, something along the lines of Seven with *Spawn* in it and with Sam and Twitch would probably work. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, where Spawn maybe plays the background a little bit. Yeah, or even like like he's the you know the boogeyman or the Michael Myers of the movie, and you're following the investigators. You know, I love like Becky Cloonan's Punisher. Yeah, yeah, because wow. that was that like it was really about the detectives trying to stop <coughs> Frank before committing everything he was committing. Yeah, They're trying to predict all where he was going to be at. And he's like the Michael Myers of it. Like he just comes in and kills everybody. And he's still like, even while, while them cognitively being one step ahead of him, he's like two steps ahead of, him, of them, you know? That's, that's why you're like Wolverine the Long Night. Yeah. Season yeah. two's out. If you're yeah. a subscriber, takes place in New Orleans and apparently Gambit's in it. Well, the good thing is Becky Cloonan's doing man thing now. So we'll see how that goes. Cool. The thing about the Long Night is that it doesn't have art. Like I want to see the art. What do you mean it doesn't have art? The podcast doesn't have art. Oh, dude, buy the comic. I told you. And uh, I don't like comics anymore. The comic. <laughs> the, they'll literally narrate the comic for you. It'll be awesome. It's uh, like a, a teleplay. Uh, the last teleplay. I I what is that on? On Stitcher. Yeah. But you can pretty much get it, like, wherever you get your podcast. Just... The first season, at least. Yeah, the first season. Right. Cool. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh. Demons is wiz- demons and wizards are kicking off their tour next week. I didn't do a heavy metal minute, so. Do you do a heavy that, metal second? Yeah, that's a band, Demons and Wizards. Yeah, they'll Fair. be doing. It's their first uh, tour uh, ever. Oh they wow! Did, they did two shows, one in Europe and one in Atlanta. I think like twenty years ago, and then they uh, they released two albums. And they've never done a tour to support any of the albums. The albums just came out on remastered uh, editions six months ago, and now they're uh, they're doing a full tour. It's only thirteen dates on the whole planet, and one of them is going to be here at the Wiltern, which I'll be there. Bought my tickets way in advance. That's cool. Uh, so they kick off the tour next week. Uh, it's going to be good. Their second album, I think it's, eh, I guess. 60% of the second album is a Dark Tower concept album. If you like Dark Tower, you can check that out. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. El Hack, give us some final thoughts. Uh, I'm going to enjoy being the only one reading Doomsday Clock. I don't care. I do it for the people. I do it for the rock. (laughs) Right. Jay, final thoughts? Um, Marilyn is unreasonably humid. Fair. You're in Maryland? Yes. Did you go to Death Fest? (laughs) No, I didn't know Death Fest was going on i would have oh i wanted to go if i knew you were there i would have gone there it is joe so i gotta start telling people when you're traveling next time i will did you move there or are you there for work um my nephew graduated so oh. i came here to celebrate damn your nephew's that old now huh <laughs> yeah Time is a never-ending wheel. <laughs> well, the wheel wills as the wheel will. I think I said that wrong. 
I drunk. Drunk Joe is drunk. <laughs> what? <laughs> awesome. Like, a Wheel of Time reference? Yeah. Yes. Oh, also, Demons and Wizards do a Wheel of Time song, too. Oh, wow. Oz, final thoughts? Cloak and Dagger Season 2 has been amazing. <laughs> this says the guy that's never read any comics with Cloak and Dagger in it. That's why it's been so great. You guys are missing out. <laughs> Not uh, Season 1 was really good. I haven't watched Season 2 yet. Yeah, Season 2 is better because now they're actually like... Cloak doing, and Daggering? Yeah, they're doing superhero stuff. I don't want right. to say cloak and daggering because I, I don't read the comics, so I can't compare. <laughs> right, but like I they're, know from a reference. they're superheroes. Got you, Moses Magnum. Final thoughts. Uh, three things. I tried watching Runaway season two. It wasn't happening. I didn't know there was a season two. Yeah, it's over already. Did they run away yet? Yeah, they run away, but they're still like. Begging for money. They're they're still on the street. And yeah, and the whole thing with their parents is uh, they did their parents wrong. Like, and it's really showing in season two. Like, it was one thing if, like, season one was just the, like, an extended version of the first issue, but then they're doing the same stupid shit in season two. It's like, yeah, it's not working. Uh, Unfortunate. Second thing is, like, if you do want that print of the Endgame poster uh, drawn by one of my favorite artists, Tone Rodriguez, um, hit me up on DMs or fantasticforum at allgames.com. Again, all you have to do is tell me where to send it. I'll pay for the shipping. Um, I just want this shit out of my motherfucking house. Um, And then thirdly, uh, I want to thank Larry for giving me that Glow Orange Vodka. Woo! I just finished it earlier. It's delicious, right? Uh, it, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of flavored vodkas. It, it, they make me queasy. But I diluted it with sparkling water, and, and it was good. Yeah. yeah it's, no, go. it's no blackened whiskey, but... No, no, no. Well, whiskey and... Gen- like, I'm a whiskey man. Like, that I'll drink straight. It's sweet nectar. Sweet caramel, sweet caramel. I got, I got to find yeah. you a bottle when they head out there. That, yeah, yeah, you got to. I can't find that. Shit like Bevmo's got to have it or something. No, they don't. Wow. Yeah, I asked for it, and I asked for the um, because Metallica did two stouts, and I was only able to get the one from like two years ago that they still had one box of for my birthday. So that's what I drank on my birthday. But the new one, they don't have at all. Dude, this uh, enter night. They don't have, and then blackened. They don't have this bottle of blackened. I bought it at a gas station. Ah, oh, motherfucker! Fucking white people, man. <laughs> <laughs> they get all the good shit. But yeah, uh, mail me that. Do it on the, on the you know FedEx or something. I'll pay for it. Yeah, text me an address, and uh, yeah. For the entire fantastic forum. Thank you all for hanging out. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Make sure you hit us on all the social media. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Join the Facebook group. All that jazz, etc. Uh, this fantastic forum only on allgames.com.
Big Blue.